1: In that case, I pronounce
3: you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting.
4: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk
0: Radio.
1: This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life. Laughter and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick.
4: It's noon in Merrick Corruption County, Arizona. That's Audit, Arizona. And time for your weekly trifecta nooner with Michelle on the Everything Home Dog Radio Show. (laughs) We're your censorship-free safe space sanctuary, speakeasy for our
5: patriots. Home.
4: Our Hump Day Live studio audience is energized because they spent their first night sleeping on their My Pillows and Giza Dream Sheets. Hands down, the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. My pillow. And Mr. Mike Lindell have officially joined the Everything Home Socially Conscious Marketplace. And they're donating 20%, that's twice the tithing, of your total purchase to our nonprofit partners helping vets, pets, and kids. And you can get up to 66% off those same pillow sheets and any of the 110 products by just using the promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, HOME. Visit MyPillow.com. Finally, get a good night's sleep so you can have the energy needed to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your community. It's joined together June, so let's get reconnected to make your life and this country better. Put on your common sense caps, we the people. It's going to be one heck of a show. Today's topics on episode 121, self-care, racism, heart, health, get involved, fitness. Passion and purpose, domestic abuse and special guests, Joshua Berglin and Orsika Julia, delivered by our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious and Pearl Network and the Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Are you ready? Today's lineup, Maxine Willicks disrupting trauma and toxic behaviors with love and kindness. Daryl Neely, racism isn't systemic. It's a very successful business and a false narrative pushed by the 13 bigs to create division. Sandal Taylor, focusing on the mind, body, and soul to have a healthy heart. Me, take action items to get involved in your community and save it. Fitz Kohler, it's time to make your fitness and wellness a priority so you can thrive and survive. And we have two special guests Sitting Shotgun in Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. At 1 p.m., Joshua Berglin, the host of Gratitude Unfiltered, he's going to elevate your passion and purpose. And at 1.40 or Seek a Julia, domestic abuse is more common than you think. If you haven't experienced it, someone close to you most likely has or is... And you need to help them. So be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and of course, some entertainment. Visit everythinghomeresourceplatform.com for more information on today's guests, their websites, their shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information. Bookmark it. Make it your new homepage. Start today with everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, the ultimate resource platform. (laughs) We're your censorship-free, safe-space sanctuary, speak-easy for patriots, and we're live every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, five guests with seven-minute segments, plus two special guests for a deeper dive session on Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox during the second hour of the show. Breaking news. Number one, the creator of the COVID non-vaccine app for the CDC died two months after taking the non-vaccine. Remember, it's not a vaccine, but an experimental biological agent with mRNA technology, tracking devices, operating systems, and fetal tissue from aborted babies. You yes, have dead babies in your body. Number two, it's getting hot in Audit, Arizona. And I'm not talking about the weather, peeps. Six states have paid us a visit. Pennsylvania, Virginia, Georgia, Alaska, Colorado, and Nevada. If you haven't watched any of the four documentaries about the election fraud by Mike Lindell, They're on our must-watch videos page, on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, under the Take Action tab. Everything is at the Take Action tab, everybody. That's a long, long list of great resources. The election fraud is real, people. It happened, and you need to see it. Remember the truth, so set you free. Free at last. Free at last. Thank
5: God Almighty, we are free at last.
4: Number three, last night on America's Got Talent, two very odd things happened. Little girl's dance group brought out their coach after the routine, and it was a man dressed in drag, and it didn't face anybody. Then a magician did some mind-blowing disappearing card tricks, and when the judges asked him about his talent, he said, I sold my soul. I sold my soul. I replayed it just to make sure, and yep, I heard him correctly. Who says that? Hmm. Considering the state of the world today, it wasn't odd, but expected.
1: You're traveling to another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone.
4: It's June 9th, day 450 of 15 days to slow the spread. Yes, that's correct. It's day 450 of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. It's time to rip off your dirty masks. They don't work. They actually you sick and are a symbolism of control and tyranny. No more mask holes. Reclaim your freedoms. Go back to normal. Take action to stand up to the Nazi regime. Stop acting like we the sheeple. Take back your country and reopen America 100%. We're your censorship-free, safe space, sanctuary, speak easy for patriots. Now it's time to meet the partners of Everything Home Socially Conscious Forum Network. Today's topics on episode 221: uh, self-care, racism, heart health, get involved, fitness, passion and purpose, domestic abuse, and special guest Joshua Bergland and Orsica Julia. Orsica Julia. Uh, let's
5: get ready to rumble!
4: First up is Ms. Maxine Willis, new to the platform. Welcome, partner. She's uh, talking about health and wellness, natural self-care. And she's an angel at it. She's disrupting trauma and toxic behaviors with love and kindness. Audience, big round of applause. <laughs> Maxine, how are you today? Michelle,
0: I am fabulous.
4: I love it. I love it. Why so fabulous? Just because that's the normal you?
0: Well, I'm in love with my life. I only have one. And if I don't love it, who else is going to?
4: Ah, oh, Such a good point and a good reminder. You know, we always say uh, we're our own worst enemy. And we talk about that a lot on this platform because we always need that reminder, you know, what's going on in that head of ours is rolling around we beating ourselves up every day. So tell us a little bit about you since you're new to the show, my friend.
0: Well, Michelle, thank you so much for allowing me the privilege to be on your show. Um, I am a natural self-care advocate. And as you said, I'm disrupting the world with love and kindness. And I just want people to know that no one can heal them but themselves. And it is readily available. Take back ownership of your life uh, because nature, nutrition, and movement are some of the tools that I show people to take ownership of their life.
4: You know, I love, love that you said movement because we had done an all-star special month in March and we had a whole week about fitness, wellness, and health. And, Instead of saying exercise, I started saying movement, because exercise is too much for people, right? So I just said movement. I just move your arm while you're sitting at your desk. Do something, but you've got to get your body in motion. you want to elaborate a little bit on your version of movement?
0: Movement is anything from playing with your kids to being in the garden. I mean, three of the ways, uh, Michelle, that we can move, and we're already doing this, Drink water, you know, whether it is refilling your glass or putting your bottle under the tap, Go into the bathroom, that's movement. You know what? When you're on the phone, walk back and forth. That is also movement. And movement can be, you know, turning on the TV, parking away um, a little bit further from the door, taking the stairs. Those are all movements, and they are so easy to do that, you know, once we get into the habit of, of doing these things, in no time we're going to find that we can breathe better. We have more energy, and we just feel more relaxed.
4: Yeah, you're so right. It's, it's all about that routine, cause- we get used to what we're used to. So if we're in a in a, a non movement or in a non healthy world, we just stay there. But then it's amazing to do a little change, do a little shift, start doing it for a, a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, 21 days to build a habit. Boom! You go. I can't believe I lived that other life for so long.
0: Absolutely, Michelle. And I would I would just like to add on top of that that once you start disrupting your old programming. Guess what? You start dissolving those bad habits and the ones that serve you. You know, you start building them, and you know, before you know it, you start liking yourself. You don't need that external validation. You fall in love with yourself. You don't need that bag of chips or that salt or that sodium to make you feel good. It 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 all ties in together. And all you have to do is start making simple adjustments one by one, you know, add something good. Because I believe that, you know, you, you shouldn't just take away something, you know, opposites and equals, they have to level out. So remove something, add something, right? That balance. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, balance. Don't yeah. so forget about it, the balance it, part. It,
0: absolutely. And all we have to do is get started. Make a decision, Right. And, and just make it a basic decision, something simple. you know I'm going to put my runners on today, and maybe I'm going to walk to the grocery store I'm going to walk and check the mailbox. You know something simple as that, something achievable because we know that once we do things we, we we have that on our checklist that's it. That's a good feeling.
4: yeah, clearing that checklist. you know what I what it uh happened for me yesterday I woke up at four and I couldn't fall back to sleep and I said you know what I'm just going to go to my desk and with obviously a little more extra hours but I thought about it I said if I got up one hour earlier every day how much that could change everything just one hour something simple.
0: Michelle I am so glad you said that you know getting up early that is the time when the world is still quiet, that you can listen to your inner voice, that you have that time for you. Pour that love into you before the kids or the spouse or your pets get up. Because once you recharge you, well, everything's a singe.
4: You know, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that you said that. I'm going to make a confession here. When I got up that hour early and I just said, Get up an hour earlier. I didn't. The first thing I thought of was that means I can get to my desk one hour earlier and start getting in one more hour of work. I didn't think about even though this whole segment is self care. The first thing I thought of was one more hour of work. I didn't think self care time in the morning time to myself one more because see what I, I just did it. So anyone that's listening, I can only imagine what they're thinking. Automatically, see so that was auto, my brain automatically went to work and I'm literally right now in the moment talking about taking care of yourself and self-care. That was just unbelievable that that happened.
0: You know, Michelle, if I could just dev- define what self-care means. Mm-hmm. Self-care is the practice of bettering your happiness. And who couldn't benefit from that? And, you know, if I could just add um, two tips. Two basic tips to anyone that is listening. When you wake up in the morning, just have a glass of water beside your bedside and just take, you know, a sip of water. If you can drink a few ounces, perfecto. Water water flushes and it gets rid of those free radicals, those stagnant energies. And then the next thing is give thanks. Give thanks that you can wake up that you have a smile on your face, a warm bed, a warm blanket. Maybe you have the AC on. Drink water and give thanks. And I'm telling you, your day is going to shift. You're already in a vibration of gratitude. And we know that gratitude is the energy of love, and that's the highest frequency on the planet.
4: Uh, I can't tell you how much I needed for you to deliver this segment today. So, cause I needed to, I needed literally my, my, my energy just totally changed because snap out of it. That's exactly what I, <laughs> I just need, I, I'm, I've got work on my mind with all this. And then you just said, drink water and give the gratitude. And that's not how I started my day. So stupid. And, and literally I, I get, I, I'm doing this all week long. You would think uh, that would, would sink in. So that's just a, another example don't feel bad, people <laughs> that's listening. If you haven't done this, you haven't done any of these things that we talk about, or you haven't, you didn't start your day like that, it's okay. But now you need to start. You need to start. Maxine, can you give your website and plug if you got an event or something coming up? Michelle, you know what? My easiest website to
0: find me at is at max, and that is spelled O-M-A-X, natural. Natural Healing, Omax Natural, and follow me on Insta. That is the quickest way. And my events that are coming up, I do healing on a Thursday, and my service is a service of gratitude. I don't do it for money. Yeah, I want to make money, but I live a life of purpose where I realize that when you give The universe gives back to you and the people that need to find you will find it. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but I know I'm speaking to somebody.
4: Oh my goodness, this is great. Maxine, you are a breath of fresh air. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for being a new partner on the Patriotic Purpose Driven Resource Platform. Make sure you book for next month, my dear, and I am going to take your words to heart and start my day that way and change my vibration hey, Michelle, for the rest go, of today. Can just
0: big up somebody?
4: Can you what? Tony
0: McClellan, bigging her up.
4: <laughs> oh, she's the best. She's the best. Uh, thank you so much, Maxine. We'll talk to you next month. Bye-bye. All right. It's 1218. I'm slightly over, but it's a good thing that I've got a segment solo so we can make up the time there. So I just wanted to give a shout out to all the live listeners and everybody that's listening on demand. Thank you so much. Our numbers are off the charts, of course, on the Global Enlightenment Radio Network. Mr. Big D is coming up next. and He's doing a great job over there. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And of course, share this show with your friends, your family, your contacts. So they can grow their business, enhance the quality of their lives, and make a difference, especially in their communities. Visit the website everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Literally has everything that you need. In addition to, of course, all of the shows from our 175 partners. There's 413 segments of this live show. We're live Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. You can go to EverythingHomeLive.com for a real quick one, or just hit the website. It's all over the website. The link to get to the live portion. So please share with them. And you check out the resources so you can make your life better. And, of course, social media, social media. You want to follow us on social media, especially the Rumble. I'm putting all the shows on Rumble because YouTube don't like me. YouTube gave me a strike because they don't like what we're talking about. They don't like
2: us at all, so I'm not even going to
4: bother with them. I could waste my time, but I'm putting them on Rumble. A little censorship there, like I said. So we just uh, if you could subscribe to Rumble, that'd be great. But if you just keep in mind that I'm posting the shows, three-day shows a week, plus other cool videos and some other people's shows on there, you might just want to check in because sometimes they don't send out that email reminder. They do that on purpose. That's their version of censorship. That's the instead of the strike. That's how they do it. So follow us on all the social media platforms, and you can get all of our links. Remember, I got kicked off a link tree. I'm still looking for an alternative. Who gets kicked off a link tree? Really? Especially since the links have been there for a year. All of a sudden, now they're an issue. I wonder what list I'm on. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the homepage on the website, everything, homeresourceplatform.com, big graphics, there's a rate and review. If you could do that on the show, that'd be great because Apple. They're censoring us, too. And then to the right of that is the links. You click on that. That'll get you to the page with all the links for social media. And then, of course, I want you to join the newsletter. That would be great. I just can't wait for Constant Contact to start censoring us on that, but not yet. But we know it's coming. So at least if you could sign up for that, we'll get around all these other shenanigans from all these other shady characters, the shady social media yahoos that are censoring, censoring free speech. What happened to free speech people? So if you join the newsletter, it's on there too. All the links to subscribe to whatever podcast flyer you like is on that homepage at the top there too. And subscribe to the newsletter. It is in the lower right-hand corner. Every page pops up as it's the episode, the most recent episode scrolls right across the screen. So uh, go ahead and click that. We're really gonna blow out that newsletter and get you some great information. All right, I am so over, so over, it is 1221 on hump day wednesday so it's time to bring on my buddy my friend god i wish he lived in the state he's a washington dc people he's in the swamp he's in swampy swamp so next up is mr daryl neely he is the co-host of black and white and owner of our favorite broadcasting platform global enlightenment radio network audience big round of applause <laughs> Big D. Oh, they love you. <laughs> they do. They love you. They love Big D. How are you today, sir?
6: Well, you know, well, you know, hold on. Stop, stop with the sirs. You know that. know I don't do sirs. Just call me D. All right, well, you yeah. know, I've had this issue today. And the issue is I was trying to understand this, this, this racism and these ideologies that they are throwing at us. I mean, in reality, I i got to say, you know, AOC said it all. And, I mean, I hope everybody out there enjoys this one statement. I know how to end crime in America. We get rid of the prison. I, I was so done. I was so done. I, 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 my, my, my mouth dropped on the ground, and I said, oh. oh. But, you know, in, in the mainstream, we have a lot of problems. The problems that stem with the people like you, I, uh, Angel Espino, uh, Leo Zagami, Dr. Paul uh, Sattel, many other hosts on my network and many others out there. And they, they said, you know, censorship is big. And I'm like, yeah, you're censored because you tell the truth. So people, let me inform them. My favorite statement in the world, we, we made this our motto. If you have not been censored, kicked off of some network or some show, you are playing in the system. Mm-hmm. You're playing mm-hmm. in that democratic, socialist, Marxist, communist ideology system. Even wow. Reverend Ed on this network has been kicked off. Yeah, he's been your guest, too. Um, been kicked a oh, Reverend Ed, yeah, yeah, Reverend. But you know, that's another big huge topic. Today, I, I think we're going to dip into the world of racism because you know, racism is is not what it seems to be. I mean, honestly speaking, as a person of color and who it exists. Yes, of course. Every listen, I have to say, people of color as much racist as people. Without color, They're racist against their own and everybody else. Everybody's got these stereotypes in your windows and um thoughts about the other. I mean, it's like, you know, why? Why do we have to have it? I mean, well, let's start from the beginning. Who taught it to you? Many people say it begins at home. Now, as a Southern boy, I say, you know, yeah, it, might, it must be built. You know, must got to start somewhere. You know, you came out to mama's wing. You didn't speak no English. You didn't speak no language. You didn't know nothing from nothing. You didn't even know how to put your finger to your nose. Well, let's go a little bit beyond that. Then you got dragged to church. And then they tried to make you understand that Israel was God's people, Hebrews were not, but all these other people were not God's people. Well, excuse me, but. Jesus died on the cross for all of us. As,
5: mm-hmm.
6: as my girl, uh, Lindsay, has said, Jesus died on the cross for all of us. So there was no, God has no discrimination. God has no color. God has no identity features of that he can judge us on. So why are we discriminating against each other? Well, you know, you have to look at human nature. We've always been divided and separated. And I hate to say it, you know, I, I, I love the girls you just had on, Maxine, because number one, I would like to send Nancy Pelosi to her. And maybe she needs <laughs> some healing. Um, I think she does. Schumer, <laughs> AOC, all I send them all to her. They needs some healing. <laughs> they, Look, need the, oh, they need a little therapy. They need a little
4: therapy session. They need.
6: They need to get their minds straight. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay.
4: But you know, Daryl, what I had mentioned in the in the open was, uh, you know, they're they're pushing the systemic racism, success, you know, racism, racism. It's turned into a very successful business. The racism, right? The diversity, the inclusion, and of course, it's a way to divide people. So that's why you know the 13 bigs, all those big, all those corporations, and everybody else on that mm-hmm. long list is there to drive that narrative, to create this separation, to accomplish. Their agenda of, of dividing people based on the fact that there's a very small percentage of people that actually are mm-hmm. racist because people don't care. They really don't care. If, they just, if you're a good person, awesome. I don't care what, what color you are. Really, I don't care. it doesn't bother me. It's not that I don't think about that. It doesn't matter how most people are because they're busy. They're doing other stuff. Most people don't care about anybody themselves. So they really could care less about the other person they're talking to. Because remember, what's in it for me? That's always what's in it for me. That's, always, that's, that's the first thing people think about. So then, who do, what do they care about somebody else? If they don't. Have, nobody has time for racism. You know, it's just... <laughs> you don't
6: have time for
7: it at all. No, <laughs> I'm, nobody, I'm, nobody, no, nobody has...
4: The people that care about it are the ones that are pushing the narrative because there's an agenda. And like I said, it's a business. It's turned into a business, you know. And it's, well, just, it big. Uh, it's a shame. Add it to the bigs you got yeah. to add it to
6: the big. Big racism is
4: lit. Yeah, it's, and, and that's you what change. your show is about. Your show, uh, Black and White, you are the black, right? And then the white is Dan Perkins, who's been yeah. a guest on our show. Oh, and Leo Leo, Leo, uh, Leo is coming on the show on Friday. He's going to be in my Patreon. Oh, he's the show, Italian. But... I don't know what
6: you want to classify them as because, I mean, I don't you can't know. classify an Italian as black or white because they get mad if you say, you know, you got some color and you're black. I'm sorry. Yeah, so really? We're going to pick a color. I
4: guess everybody, every, you know, because we got a label. Everybody wants to label everybody. Everybody wants to label. We talked about labels on the show I did, episode 217, with Mar- Marissa Hooray over at the Linda Recovery Network. And that was a major problem, what they found out when, uh, because it's a recovery network, right? So it's, so it's about with people right. with addictions. And once they they have constant, and all these other places that they do Um, recovery and and, uh, addictions for all this, all different things, not just alcohol, it's drugs and you name it. There's a laundry list of addictions. And she said, most of the time they weren't. All these other uh, groups, companies aren't successful because they're constantly forcing you to label yourself as an addict. And once you label yourself, it's like, then that's what you become as your identity, even though you're like an ex addict. So labeling is bad, you know, unless you're going to label yourself like an awesome person, like Maxine was saying, you know, put something positive on it. All these labels that they're doing is just destructive and it's bad. And again, well, it is, when when people are doing that, they're oh, pushing oh, that for a reason. Like I said, there's an agenda. There's a reason.
6: Yeah. You know, now here's a statement I, I I thoroughly believe: persistent negative stereotypes fuel institutional racism, and it also influences the good old statement that we are. I hate to say this word again, lost humans in a society that have nothing but been indoctrinated. I mean, Mm -hmm. look, when you go to Europe, it's not about color. It's about your culture, what country you're from. When you go to any other country, has anybody ever out there traveled? Do they you see color or race on their paperwork? Okay, well, if you did, uh, you must have got it from America because is the only place I've seen it. I didn't even see it in Canada. problem that you have is what we call, and my man uh, that th- was on interview on our show, uh, Wilford, called good old-fashioned, the word is stereotyping. Mm-hmm. We always mm-hmm. stereotype everything. We stereotype, yeah, because you went on the the yellow bus, the short yellow bus, or you went on the big yellow bus. You wore the helmet or you didn't wear the helmet. (laughs) Excuse me, um, this is not just racism, this is ism, period. And I don't understand. I don't understand racism. I don't understand it at all.
4: Isms and isms. I mean, it's it's
6: something that's never been part of my concept and ideology at all
4: because and you're a black it's man not
6: part of god's
4: concept. And, you're, and you're a black man and you're a black man so this is coming from black oh, men everyone that's listening hold on <laughs> hold on i gotta touch myself <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah. Problem, you know, just make sure I, make sure i gotta make, make sure, sure i'm a black man uh, it looks like i got some color okay but yeah, there's a problem that you really do have you know they have many documents out there that says institutional racism is where race causes a different level of access to goods, services, and opportunity for society. Yeah, but guess what? I'm, yeah, that's what I said.
5: <laughs>
6: if you, <laughs> you need know, help, what? you need help. Why does it matter if you're a minority or majority? If you, if you are, have money and you don't have money? I mean, if you have the money, why are you out there trying to get more? Yes, you got to try to get more to keep yourself up and your family up. And But why are you stealing it from somebody? You're not – hold on. Did, did they say that institutional racism was stealing when you already have it? I mean, yeah. there have been a, many big names out there that have – I hate to say this, people – white and black. They got money that go, um, I need to uh, go get food stamps.
4: Well, we know there's people we that are the that abusing the system. The system. Yeah. Is that right, yeah, though? No? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Well, it is. am sorry. <laughs>
4: There's a little bit of a stretch there. But when you had said indoctrination before, I just wanted to comment on that. Now, and as I mentioned, it's a business. So you, you mentioned, that, you know, they kid they them with a, a study or something. Well, they had to get paid to do yeah, that, it right? Totally and first, totally. how many millions of dollars totally. of our tax dollars went to go fund that study? Which was, it's like when they do the study of the shrimp on the treadmill. Do you really need to go spend <laughs> millions of dollars to do the shrimp shred on the on the treadmill? Come on. They just love yep. to spend money. And, and it's and just because they're giving the money to their friends because their friends are doing the studies i right? remember those 13 bigs all working together so this is a perfect example but what's happening now which is uh, and uh, was never really even discussed before because people we are paying attention all of a sudden we're paying attention now you know the past 15 months our eyes haven't opened especially when the kids got home and they had to parents jumped in and was like all right what do you want me to do what are you learning what is this and they're like what the hell is this because all of a sudden boom critical race theory, right in your face. And it is, you know, the 1619 Project, all of the things that these two, let's call them programs, they're 100% lies. So what they're telling kids and teaching them is 100% lies. But the problem is all of that is, is seeped into, strategically, the corporations. It is seeped into the military and it is seeped into the government. So you have an infestation an investation of this narrative and of course it's been in the colleges for a long time but now it's into the younger schools so they can indoctrinate everyone faster quicker and earlier and it's just i, I just hope people realize that this is part of a strategic plan to really uh, it's brainwashing that's what it is it's brainwashing, and uh it's all scientific there's checklists to go through. There's a process, you know, like the communist manifesto and things like that. Um, political, political, what is it? What's the, um, what's the thing? Oh, it's sitting right in front of me. It's like a political cult. It's actually a real thing. Um, but anyway, you want to comment on the critical race theory?
6: You're telling the truth. Political race theory is a fraud. I mean, because this kid is of this color, or this kid is from this neck of the, uh, the hood or the, or maybe he maybe be an upper class, but he's of this color. He has to be received by special treatment. It's all the same, you know, this all began honestly when they said, if you got 20 kids running a race, everybody deserves the prize. I mean, yeah, what they're basically saying is everybody, you, they you are want. segregating you. Everybody is equal, but these people are segregating you. If you people will wake up and understand being divided is not the way to the future, that's the way of the past. And even back in the past, in the 1920s, black people became millionaires. People of color became of all colors. I mean, even Asians became millionaires. We're talking about the 20s through the 60s. And look at them today. And you want to now go back in time and say, hey, no, that didn't exist. Well, we're living in a world, I mean, a world that's supposed to be moving towards Mars and space, but you're still segregating us. So how are we going to have the same educational package of information? like? Here's a good example. You go to one school, a bunch of sixth graders are doing their, you know, multiplication division and getting ready to learn their uh, geometry. And then you go to an inner city school and same class, same grade, and there they're learning one plus one. Because of their culture, because of their color, because of their race, that does not work for the future.
4: So no, critical no. race
6: theory is a fraud.
4: Yeah, it's lies. It's lies, and like I said, it's brainwashing. It's brainwashing because they don't want to. to They don't want. They want you to get the misinformation. They want to mislead you, uh, and that's part of uh, why they're all working together. Media, leading the way, I, leading the way, it's, and it's destructive. It's destructive. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's desto- it's destroying the country. Wow. go ahead. Um, you know what? When is your show? Tell everybody when your show is, Daryl. Okay.
6: It's, um, well, I'm, I'm a little bit everywhere. Um, Black and white. Us. Black and Us is the website. Um, that show, Black and White, is on Wednesday at 12:30. Every Wednesday at 12:30, we have a dynamic guests to come in, and soon we'll be shooting hopefully for television soon, because the, the love is there. Also, uh, I do my show, Odin's Romo Investigation, at 8 p.m. sharp every Wednesday. And then I'm a little bit everywhere. I mean, if anybody has any common sense, I'm sorry, do I have to say it like that, uh, <laughs> please listen to Global Enlightenment Radio Network, because we got Michelle. We got um, what was it, Southern Sense? We we got all the great shows that you would ever want here, and these shows are not fake.
4: Yeah, it's the we, truth. We
6: have been censored. It's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like said, if you have not been censored and you have not been kicked off or been, you know, giving your strikes or thrown off a social media network when you're doing your shows, if you have not been... You already know what the person is. If you have been, you know what you are. You know you're standing on the truth. You know you're standing on reality. And I'm going to have to let people know that this this information that you're receiving today is real about everything. Michelle's show is real. And racism, it's all about your upbringing. And guess what? I'm sorry to say. They're making money off of your upbringing while you're sitting back with a mask on, hiding behind a, uh, your radio or computer <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and I want people to know, take the <sighs> mask off. Rip yeah. it off. Rip them them Find me a state. Find me a state where the state law says I have to wear a mask. Because well, most it, of those states, it's a the governors mandate. initialize it. A-
4: it's a fake mandate. They can't, they can't force you to wear a mask. They can't force you to take a PCR test. They can't force you to take the fake vaccine, the non-vaccine, and it all goes back to the law, but nobody is uh, pushing back. Not a, lot, a lot of people are pushing back because it's just, keep in mind, people, the vaccines, masks, masks, and PCR tests are considered experimental use protocol under the Emergency Use Authorization Act and cannot be mandated. So uh, you you do what you need to do. Uh, At least it's been a little bit more relaxed, but they, people haven't stood up, haven't stood up to the big, bad people who have literally destroyed millions, if not, no, no, the whole planet's been affected. So I'd say they've destroyed billions of people's lives with this political propaganda pandemic. We're going to talk more about that on Friday because they've got some interesting timelines that have evolved that people are putting together and it's all factual It'll make you just go, whoa! That's uh, I've been listening to some shows this week, and that's kind of my reaction uh, because it uh, it's more obvious than ever before. Even we've been talking about it for a long time. Daryl Show Black and White is in Eastern time. He's on the west coast. He's on the east coast, so all his shows are on Eastern time. The Global Enlightenment Radio Network. Give the website one more time, Daryl.
6: Blackandwhite.us And I want everybody to know: if you want to get a firm knowledge of what's going on in this world, keep listening to Michelle, keep listening Uh to Everything Home, and do not turn away from it. And like I like I do on this network all the time, I sometimes run a whole day of shows. And guess what? Tomorrow I'm gonna make calling it Everything Home Day. (laughs) <laughs> Let's all go home and rip those masks off, and maybe, and maybe we can all tell the truth for once. Yeah, one. yeah.
5: That's maybe.
6: Yeah. Maybe maybe in a religious way, we should all pray that we can actually just give each other the brutal, honest truth. Because I rather accept that than hearing, oh, the words you say were racist. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, we don't, don't have time call. for that. Are you tell me it's racist? I still discriminate against. <laughs>
4: We don't got time for that, people. We got to reopen this country. We got to get everything back to normal. So we got to shut off that noise, shut off the lies, shut off the propaganda. We got to stick together. You know, it's join together June, join together June. So it's time that we do that. Daryl, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you so much. I love the platform, Global Enlightenment Radio Network. Go check out the shows, everybody. Thank you. Thank we you, sir. You. you have a fabulous oh. day. I appreciate you coming on today.
6: You too. No.
4: Oh, what a good guy. What a good guy. And he, he plays the shows a lot on his platform, which is awesome because it helps with the listeners and it gets the information out there that they need. And of course, everybody gets to listen to some awesome, awesome partners of ours to grow their business, enhance the quality of their life and make a difference. All right. So today I'm a little, uh, a little, a little off format. We had a couple of guests that couldn't make it. So we are moving things around. But it's 1241. So I'm kind of back on track we um my segment right my segment is take action items to get involved in your community and save it that's also business i'm going to roll that in there too so first off we need a little inspiration we need some resources you need some resources to reopen america listen to our commercial reopenamericaresourcecenter.com are you struggling personally or professionally because of the coronavirus shutdown Ready to grow your business and serve more customers and clients? Finally, there's a trustworthy website with resources, relief options, grants, support, and much more. For small businesses, nonprofits, and individuals. One location with all the information. It's time to get back to work, life, and reopen America. Visit reopenamericaresourcecenter.com today. The ultimate resource platform to help you in every way. So to find out about all of those resources, you're talking groups, you're talking other websites, you're talking about products and services, everything that you need. And when I say everything, they're part of our platform, everything, homeresourceplatform.com. You can click the reopen America resource center tab. And while you're there, check out all the different tabs. They'll love that take action tab. That's loaded. All of the pages connect to one another so you can have the resources that you need to make a difference in your life and your business and your community. Now, speaking of communities, speaking of communities, we're going to do kind of a challenge. I'm going to officially announce it on Friday, but part of it is, uh, I kind of gave it away in the beginning, you're going to get up one hour earlier every day for the month of June. Okay, month of June, you're going to get up one hour earlier because we said every day you need to take an action item. You need to do another, you got to do a take action item that you normally don't do. So uh, I wanted it to be, towards community more towards you know i'm going to people will label it as political but since everything is political at this point because again they have invested every category of our lives i'm going to uh, you know the 13 bigs and for those that are new to the platform new listeners i'm going to give you the 13 bigs these are the ones that are all in cahoots remember it's all of them which is and government leads the way government is the leader and then you have all of the bigs They all obviously blatantly are working together against us, just the average we, the people. So you've got your big media, your big tech, your big government, your big business, your big labor, your big money, your big entertainment, your big lobby, your big pharma, your big box, your big religion, your big education, and your big nonprofit foundations and NGOs. Right? So they're all in it for the money. They're all in it for the control. They're all in it for the power. And if you don't believe me, just reflect over the past 15 months who was in charge, who was against so they have invested everything of our lives all of those categories greatly affect our lives they're making decisions for us for your kids in school for your business for your health that is not the way it works we the people government for and by the people we the people so I'm gonna come up with a name oh it's I call like a life take action right because it's affecting our lives So every day you're gonna need to do an addition the action item towards that so you're gonna go to the take action tab On there, you're going to see a whole laundry list of pages, and you're going to decide which take action item that you're going to do in that category. Then you're going to do one for your business, and you're going to do one for yourself. But the community one is really the uh, the one for the community is your take action more of the life political side, right? Because what, uh, what you need to keep in mind is, yeah, the kids are starting to get out of school or they're out of school. But they're going to be right back at it, right back at it. This is just an example. They're going to be right back at it in uh, another month or so, maybe two months. And what's going to happen, the mask thing's going to come back up uh, because the school boards will be meeting. So I believe that they're not meeting right now. And then the vaccine, the non-vaccine is going to come up because they are, are they have already said that they were going to make the vaccines mandatory, mandatory. Unbelievable. So they can't even do that. That's the law. No one cares about the law anymore. So they're going to make those vaccines for kids 12 to 15. And we've talked about theirs reporting. And I'm going to talk about that on Friday because I listened to Dr. Brian Artist, who's coming on the show next week. And the information that he was providing on uh, Frank's speech, Brandon houses show on Frank speech was just mind blowing, mind blowing. We went through some more facts, deeper dives. Of course, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and also, um, Dr. Lee Merritt, Dr. Christiana Northrup, Dr. Larry Pilevsky. All these people either come on the show or they're coming on the show. And uh, they're the ones that are spreading the truth, telling you all this information and scary stuff, that non-vaccine scary stuff. They're going to put it in the kids, which is the worst thing you could do. So now you need to get yourself positioned. I'm just giving you that as an example. You're going to need to get yourself positioned with, one, with a group that's already starting to do something that's starting to plan. And even if you don't have kids in school, it doesn't matter. Your tax dollars are going to, uh, well, let's just put it this way. Your tax your dollars are going to the schools and the schools are being fueled by this. Your tax dollars are going to all of these groups, the teachers union, and they're the ones that are behind it too. And then let's just say your kids are grown. And uh, what if your kids were in school right now? Don't you think that you would have liked some help from the people who had kids that were no longer in school? So the voices can be heard, so you can make a difference. Because the only way anything is going to get accomplished is if we all come together, join together, June, and then take action. It has to be done in person, because the, you know the petitions, eh, okay, yeah, writing the con- the politicians, and then signing the petitions, all that, yeah, you know, that helps a little bit. But really, it's the in person, the in person meetings, just uh, like the school board meetings you've been seeing all over social media, and the city council meetings that you've been seeing, and the rallies that you've been seeing, right? No. I know they call them peaceful protests. So you need to figure out which group that you're going to become a part of, or you could start your own group. Okay. So that's what you need to do. And it needs to be everybody because it affects your life. All of this stuff affects everybody. Like I said, It doesn't matter if you don't have kids. Uh, I, I'm going to go to these school board meetings because and I don't have kids, but I, I don't like what's going on. I didn't even get a chance to talk about the city of Scottsdale. Oh my God. Remember hotels. We brought that up. The illegal alien detention center. That's here in Scottsdale. There's four in the state. For in the state, and we're coming up with a plan on what we can do in order to get those things closed down. Closed down, and of course the city council—they're still meeting virtually. They're still meeting virtually. See what I mean? It's affecting everybody's lives. They're meeting virtually because they don't want people in that meeting to say "hell no" on this detention center for illegal aliens that are that are in uh, Scottsdale, that are um, uh, down the street from a school, right? So you got criminals there, and, and they're not young kids. They're not families, guys. All right. So um, they're meeting virtually still. School board, city Scottsdale school board is is, was meeting in person. City council is meeting uh, virtually uh, for safety reasons. But one one group that is still run by the same city is meeting in person. One is meeting virtually. So the reason there's a reason they don't want you in. Don't want They don't want to see your face. They don't want you in there because they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. So um, and of course they have a long break in August. Conveniently. So what I want you to do is I want you to figure out which group you want to be a part of. And they're all listed on our must follow people, groups, organizations, companies page. There's a whole bunch. There's America's Restored. There's Defend Our Union. There's Make Americans Free Again. The Arizona chapter of that is Arizona Stands United. You've got Women Fighting for America. You've got 1776 Forever Free. You've got Arizona Women of Action. You've got Nations in Action. Those are just our platinum partners so go check that page out figure out which one you are going to join And if you want to start your own dr pam popper who is episode 214 she has thursdays she has thir- no is it wednesdays uh th- no she has thursday conference calls and she shows you how to do it their whole website is about creating these groups and giving the factual information so that you can do these groups on your own so that is your assignment that's how you're going to take action because it's uh, it's going to get a lot hairier. It's just this is just a calm before the storm. Everybody, it's going to get a lot hairier because they want to accomplish the agenda, taking away anything that you can do and to make your own decisions. Uh, and like I said, school, I'm just giving one example. Uh, oh, two. I did the hotel. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to get out pen paper. I want you to go figure out which group you want to be part of. Most of those group, everybody that's on there they have actually been on the show so you can listen to them and I'm going to add their episodes next to their banner on that page. So go to EverythingHomeResourcePlatform.com, click the take, go to the take action tab, look at all the, the list of pages. There's tons of take action items uh, with those resources. And then of course, pick which group that's your assignment. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to elaborate on that. But of course, one hour a day extra, you got to get up early. All right. I am over. It's 1251. I got to bring on my buddy Miss Fitz Kohler. Miss Fitz Kohler. Oh. Yeah, we oh, i don't really this is really late. Um Fitz Kohler is a professional speaker, race announcer, author and president of Fitness International, specializing in fitness education and wellness. She's inspiring people to thrive and survive with perspective, passion and positivity. Audience big round of applause. <laughs> Fitz, Fitz, hey. how are you?
3: Hey, I'm great, Michelle. Hi, ho, Patriots. Good to be
4: here, and a happy belated birthday. But I did get you on the real birthday. But I just wanted to give you a shout out from so the audience can can do maybe a little song. You got a song for you got a song for Fitz, oh. you guys. <laughs> oh yay they say yeah they uh, thank you
3: thank you thank you very much i uh I'm in a position where I am grateful for every birthday I get, so um truly a reason to celebrate sometimes, right
4: oh yeah, oh yeah, so we kind of were we were dancing around uh, the topics of movement and health and wellness, and then I figured in the first segment with Maxine, but I knew that you were gonna drive it home and really give everybody kind of a Ooh, a wake up call that it's time to really focus on your fitness and your wellness in your life, because how are you supposed to accomplish things like growing your business and enhancing the quality of your life or the energy to go make a difference in your community uh, if you don't have, you don't have that foundation? Well,
3: yeah. And it's so interesting to me, you know, I, I want to ask everybody, you know, who is it you want to be? And I don't care how old you are. There's still a valid answer to that question. Who is it you want to be? And uh, I don't imagine anyone on their list is like, I want to be 50 pounds overweight, and I want to be stuck with back pain, doing nothing fun, and I want to be slovenly, and I want to be unimpressive physically, and nobody to take me seriously because they don't think I have enough energy to get the job done. I don't think that's on anybody's who I want to be list. And so it's time to start taking yourself seriously. It's time to start taking every day you have seriously because none of us are getting any younger life's not getting any easier and so it's up to us to take full ownership of ourselves our health and uh, you know one of the most shocking and appalling statistics is that first impressions are made within the first seven seconds of laying your eyes on someone so when someone lays their eye on you what do they think? Are they thinking, wow, what a go-getter. I want to work with that girl. That guy, he was strong and energetic, and he's going to get the job done. Or are they thinking, oh, that person doesn't really care a lot about themselves. I don't think they're going to care a lot about my business. Uh, so those are the things that matter, Michelle. I think personally we need to uh, step it up a notch in most circumstances.
4: So one of the big problems with people, and I say this all the time, I said it earlier in the show, we get used to what we're used to, right? So we get in a little rut, and we don't, re- we don't either remember or realize how great it can be when we're not in that little rut. What do you think is a big obstacle why people don't are not following your advice? Because there's a lot of people that aren't.
0: Yeah, I mean, some people
3: just have a culture of failure. Um, they choose to be in a lot of debt. They choose to overspend, you know, spend more money than you make, boom, you're in a culture of debt that's no fun. Some people are in a culture of criminality. They take what they want and too bad for the innocent victim. And then some people just blame everybody else for their lack of fitness, for their weight gain. Everyone, they'll blame their kids for crying out loud. Well, I can't be fit. I have kids. No, you have to be fit because you have kids. Well, I can't eat healthy because I have kids. No, you need to invest in healthy food because you have kids, so um, Mm -hmm. there's always the gut instinct to make a lame, invalid excuse for everything. Well, they're not hiring me because I'm a woman or or because I'm brown or because I pray to this person. All right, well, you can make as many damn excuses as you want, but if you want something, you're going to have to live up to it and go get it, and that includes health. I mean, it really is within your own control. There are zero people on planet Earth unless you're quadriplegic there's nobody jacking up your jaw and shoving unhealthy food in your mouth every day.
4: That's <laughs> you.
3: So, you know, personal responsibility goes awesome. with our finances our relationships and our health.
4: Well, and also doesn't it reflect that you don't, you don't love yourself. You don't care about yourself and you don't really have, feel that you have a self-worth because you're not taking care of yourself.
3: Absolutely. And, and what that same person who's not taking care of themselves is looking at you and the cancel culture is coming after you saying, you're picking on me because I'm overweight and I'm big and I'm beautiful. All right, well, you may be beautiful, but you also probably have joints that are screaming for mercy and a heart and a a set of lungs (laughs) that can't do their job effectively anymore because they're being burdened by your bad decisions. And so, yeah, I mean, (laughs) we we only have one person to blame for our fitness or lack thereof.
4: And there's so many resources to get the information or the inspiration or the motivation. You don't, it's free. You don't have to pay yeah. for it. So really the obstacle is you, you. choose not to, you choose not That's to. Right. And you, and, and, but the and then think about that. I mean, so if you're choosing not to do that, which really, like you said, the number one thing is to take care of yourself and be healthy because how are you supposed to do anything else? If you're in pain or you can't do certain things, you're overweight or, or you've got other health issues because you're not healthy and you could put yourself healthy, um, there's, there's probably lack in other areas of your life too. So if this is the, really the one thing that you can control, you can't control other people. You can't necessarily sometimes control That's what's right. gone at work. You control this. So can you imagine you spin this around? and you're listening to and you're following, and then boom, everything else might actually start to change. Right, Fitz?
3: Everything else will change. And one of my most popular um, presentations that I give to corporations is called Fixing Your Life with Fitness. And Mm. it may sound simple, but the truth of the matter is it is that simple. If you do what I say in the fitness arena, all of a sudden your health issues, your aches and pains start dissipating, your relationships start improving because you feel better about yourself and less negative about them. And you have more energy to keep up with your kids and your spouse. And maybe you're having more and better sex because you have the energy and you feel like it. And then maybe you're not so grouchy because of your lack of fitness.
5: Mm-hmm. And perhaps
3: you might even have high enough self-esteem that you are no longer willing to put up with the people that are treating you like crap because you don't think you deserve it. So uh, the reality is, you can fix your life with fitness. Um, you just got to have the know-how, and, and there's a ton of people like me. I mean, I have still fitness.com with absolutely every instructional imaginable from the exact formula for weight loss to hundreds of uh, exercise videos. So those, those resources are there. You can come to me, and I'll get them to you for free, and there's a bunch of other people handing them out to free, uh, for free. you just got to go and get them
4: you're going to want to get them and, and hopefully that these segments that fits is delivering that's getting you fired up and energized to do that because oh. as we mentioned i think it was last month and i said you know is there anybody any of your past clients or any anyone that you've you know, you've worked with says is there anyone that had after you have worked with them and then they, they changed their eating habits they have the movement they uh they lost some weight they felt better they looked better is there anyone that said, you know what, I don't really like this. I don't like this way of living. Nope. I'm going to go back to the other way. So no, no one has said that, right?
3: No, no, no. I um, I, I have developed raging fans over the decades, and that's because I help people feel great about themselves. It's less about me being awesome and more about me bringing out the awesome in them. But you know, I also I like to lead by example. I just committed last week. Um, to run the Boston Marathon this year, and I have never done a full marathon. I've done plenty of hops, but yes, even though I just finished chemo one year ago um, and all the nonsense that came along with breast cancer, I've worked hard to become a healthy person again, and now I have four months to live up to being a badass athlete again and going 26.2 Uh, miles on those historic streets of Boston, and so I choose to up my game. I choose to challenge myself and live a life of athletic adventure. There is no magic fairy dust in me. I just want more for myself, and so I hope that you want more for you. Wherever you are, you don't have to be a marathon runner. You do have to do better. Just continuously take those baby steps, push the envelope forward, and you will feel better. You will do better and be better over time, and eventually you'll get there. I
4: promise you this. I
3: believe in you.
4: Wow, that is, if that's not inspiration, and that is not in a perfect example of somebody who had cancer, went through chemo, and and all the things that happened afterwards, which most people know somebody that's gone through it if they haven't themselves, and now she's going to run the, the Boston Marathon. I think the people that are listening can go do some movement for maybe seven minutes a day, maybe 11 minutes something, or put down the chips, put down the bad food. I think you can do that. Because look what she just did. That's right. Because she chose to. It's choosing. It's choosing. FITZ, give your website.
3: F-I-T-Z is in zebra, N is in Nancy, E-S-S. It's fitness.com. I am fitness on all social media channels. Reach out. Say hi-de-ho because I love followers are great, but I'd rather have friends.
4: Ah, that is beautiful. I'm going to steal that, and I will give you credit for it Mm -hmm. when I use it. Do it. Do I will. It. I will. Anything real quick, anything coming up another race? We're just waiting. Well, you're just in training for the Boston Marathon.
3: Well, as far as race announcing goes, I'll be announcing the Buffalo Marathon at the end of June. I will be at the St. Pete Pier Run on 4th of July. It's a four miler in, in sunny Florida. mid mid July, I will be at the Ohio Women's 6K in Canton. That's July 17th. So, If anyone wants to come and run or walk a race that I announce, just, again, visit Fitsness.com or hit me up at fitness on Facebook or Instagram, and um, we'll connect. And I also give out spectacular finish line hugs for free. (laughs) For
4: free. For free. Thus be nice to get back into the swing of things again after this ridiculous political propaganda pandemic shutdown of everything. So in person, everybody, back to normal, reopening America and running again, across the country. You're a busy lady. Thank you, Fitz. Make sure you send me that information. I will put it on our live events page so people can find that. Make sure you send it to me. Thank you so much. You got
3: it, Michelle. Thanks, and bye, Patriots. Take care.
4: Oh, you are awesome, my friend, and inspirational. I feel like I should go run around, run around the studio right now because uh, I need to do a little, need to do a little movement, a little fitness myself. myself. Speaking of live events, after we do the soapbox segment, Michelle's patriotic soapbox segment. Blah blah blah. My s's are slurring today. Before we do the, I bring on our second guest. Then I'm going to tell you about the live events page and the live events that are coming up. But real quick, before we bring on our special guest, our special guest for Michelle's Patriotic Soup Box, which is Mr. Joshua Berglin. He was on last week. Story. Oh my God, his stories! I'm like, you got to come on for longer. You got to tell me some more of these crazy stories that uh, have transformed his life and the lives of the people he is working with. But first, I want to tell you about the Everything Home socially conscious marketplace. Remember, I mentioned in the intro that My Pillow and Mr. Mike Lindell have officially joined. There are partners now. So, uh, yeah, you want you want a cool pillow that uh, makes you sleep better. You want some amazing sheets. You need some towels. You need some slippers. You need a whole bed. Everything is there. Everything is there on their website. And I'm telling you, the quality of the products are amazing. The reason why I wanted to get involved with him is because I tried the products and I've had them My Pillow for a couple of years. And I've just got the sheets. A couple months ago, the Giza dream sheets, best sheets I ever had. They are not expensive and they are much better than the expensive sheets that I have. So I strongly suggest you get them. And when you do, you can go to mypillow.com, use the promo code home, H-O-M-E promo code home. What happens? Not only do you get 66% off all the products up to 66%, I should say up to, they have all kinds of specials. They run them all the time. They switch them around, but you're always getting a great deal. And they also have 110 other products. So not only are you getting up to the 66% off, a lot of times they have free shipping too, you're generating a donation of 20%. 20%. So Mike Lindell and MyPuller are going to donate 20%. That's twice the tithing, people. Twice. To our nonprofit partners. Helping vets, pets, and kids. So not only are you going to get a good night's sleep, you're going to get some quality products and services. You're helping Mike Lindell out and his employees because obviously he is under attack and he's been kicked out of many big box stores. You're helping veterans, animals, and children. And there's no cost for you to do that. you're buying a product and service, you're probably going to buy anyway. That's what the marketplace concept is, the marketplace concept. So we partnered with 57 well-known websites and brands so if you go to our website first and click the graphic in order to go, it'll take you to their website. It automatically keeps track of you. And then they're going to donate two to 20% of your entire total purchase to our nonprofit partners, helping those vets, pets and kids. There's all types of categories. You got business, you got personal, you got fun, you got food, you got clothing, you got merch, you got purse, you got, you got a whole, we're bringing on a new patriotic, a patriotic uh, paraphernalia company going to be on there tomorrow. So go check it out. Check it out. And whenever you want to buy anything online, go there first, generate some cash for a great nonprofit, help them out without having to make a donation. You can transform. You can actually, this is an action item for your community, right? You're making a difference, especially in your community. And it's not costing you any extra money. How great is that? And don't forget that most of the companies you are never going to pay, most of them offer a discount that you might not get if you go to their website, and you'll never pay more than if you went to their website directly. So that was the deal. That was the deal. I made sure that that never happened. Uh, so yeah, you can make you can make a, a difference. Community powered philanthropy. You can make a difference. You can make donations by just being conscious of your choices and buying decisions. Everything HomeResourcePlatform.com. Click the take. Oh no, there's a tab. There's a marketplace tab. Go there and check it out. And if you want to go to my pillow, go to there directly. MyPillow.com, promo code HOME, promo code HOME. Let's try to sell 1,000 pillows in June. Join Together June, 1,000 pillows, people. It's a lot of money for these nonprofits. We're going to get them all coming on the show. And if you have a nonprofit and you want to participate, go ahead and reach out to us. We're going to go to the contact page. And there's many ways to contact us, right? So do that because we are expanding this. We are focusing, since it's Join Together June, we're going to be focusing on growing this platform and promoting it bringing on more nonprofits, having them promote it so we can make a difference in these organizations because we know they're hurting for many, and they're not necessarily getting the funding. People don't have a lot of extra cash, so that's uh, that's what we're doing. All right, it's 107. Oh, my goodness, I didn't realize it was this long. Sorry, 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 Joshua. Ah, oops. All right, it's time for Michelle's Patriotic Soup Box. Joining me in sitting and Shotgunner 2 special guests. First up is Mr. Joshua Birdlin. He's the world's mayor. He's also the founder of the Live Mana Worldwide Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit whose purpose is to elevate passion, purpose, and mission of the people it serves. He's also the host of Gratitude Unfiltered. Audience, big round of applause. <laughs> Joshua, how are you today?
7: I'm doing awesome. How are you doing?
4: I'm good. I'm, I'm very good. I'm, uh, I apologize for the delay. I got fired up I mean, uh, when I was talking, to, when I'm talking about nonprofits <laughs> and helping people and, and fixing the community and getting involved. And you know what I mean? I, got, I, I wasn't looking at the clock. I'm, I care. See? <laughs> Don't even
7: sweat it. i, I was oh. actually enjoying what you were talking about. And the best thing in the world that ever happened to Mike Lindell is that he is going all in, selling through his website, selling direct to the consumer. That is going to make him more money than he ever dreamed of making. So all everything he's lost in the, in the fight for justice and the fight for truth, everything he's lost, he's going to get back tenfold. You just count on it.
4: Oh, yeah, because what he's doing is he is passing the – the spread, you know, the, uh, the markup that the companies were doing, he's passing it on to the consumer because he doesn't have that anymore. I mean, so it, it is a win-win for everybody. Uh, so, yes, that's uh, you made a great point there too. And it, it's all about uh, gratitude and uh, gratitude and also, um, you know, giving and philanthropy and uh, helping others. We mentioned that earlier, you know, you help other people and it's amazing what comes back to you which is kind of what you're doing. It's much,
7: harder, it's much harder to do that when you're working with department stores or working through them. Most people dream of getting on QVC or HSN or selling through Target or Walmart, not understanding the consequences and all of the red tape that comes with that. And, I mean, they own you. So what he's doing, I encourage any entrepreneur out there, I don't care if you have a media organization, I don't care if it's a church, I don't care if you're selling your own product. Having your website being the main domain, like the center of the universe for you, you know, your your epicenter, your source, I recommend everyone, like focusing on their own website because in the end, that's their digital real estate. And it, it just makes so much more sense. It's so much easier to function. The strategy is so much easier to apply. Does it take a little bit longer to build? Yes, in some cases it does. Of relying on these department stores that save you or make you lots of money is not the way to go. So I love what Mike's doing right now.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And just another comment on, on the uh, department stores, things like that. I mean, it, it's product placement too, depending on where they're going to stick you and uh, you know, you have no control. You have no control on that unless you, you know, you've got an inside deal, you pay it's extra worth. money. So, and especially mm-hmm. like if it's something where it needs to be demonstrated and it's just sitting there on a shelf, it could be the most amazing product, but if people don't, don't see it or they can't find it, you know, and it's just sitting there. And that's, it's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like the, uh, the best kept secret, best kept secrets. You know, there's a lot of people on this platform, a lot of partners where you might not know their name. They're not famous. They're not an influencer. You know, they're not somebody who's got a big time show. But when you hear them talking, you're like, "Wow, that person is better and smarter than these people that I know that are making millions of dollars and have hundreds <laughs> of thousands and mill- millions of listeners. I'd rather listen to that person, <laughs>
2: right?" Yeah, and that's I just yeah.
4: yeah, I mean, it's it, That's why I like to have the five guests during the, the first hour of the show, so people get a chance to to learn from people that they've never probably heard of, but they know that. They can trust them because they're coming on the show. We make sure that everybody's on the same page. You know, they only want to make sure that, that they're trustworthy people, that they're knowledgeable. They're not selling empty boxes, you know, or they're not trying to upgrade <laughs> you and sell you the next program or the next program or the next program. And then, not, you know, you, and nothing ever changes. Nothing ever happens. And then they just keep telling you, well, wait to wait the new challenge. And you're like, what? Well, the last three sucked. So then I'm out $1,000. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're not trying to do that to you. They're not trying to do that. And they're not really trying to sell you anything. Most of them you know they'd come on here and you don't you've never heard anybody pitch something on this platform because that's not what it's about you know we're trying to bring you the messages that matter from the people you need to know about the not so famous ones but the ones that are going to do the job they're going to deliver the goods that are going to help you you know grow your business and the quality of your life and make a difference and Joshua is one of them Joshua is one of them you want to talk about your show first you want to talk about the uh, the organization What what are you feeling today we're going to talk purpose and passion.
7: Well, first thing I'm going to do is for your audience or any, anyone who's listening, which I guess would be your audience, whether it's live or on the replay, you can email yes. me personally. If you have a need in your business, I'm not selling anything. This is what our foundation does. Um, this is a service that we offer. We don't charge. Do we love donations? Of course. But this is a free, free offer to anyone who's listening. If you want advice to create a talk show for TV, for a podcast, if you need help with your business, anything media related at all, whether it's creating commercials, whether it's content related, whether it's branding, whether it's distribution, whatever it may be, maybe you're an inventor and you want to have distribution for your product and you need advice or you need help or you're stuck. We are, we are a full service media organization and we give away our services. It is a, it's us donating our time and our knowledge, our Rolodex and everything to the public all over the world. I don't care where you're listening from. Again, we don't charge, but we do love donations. But at the same time, this is a service. This is my heart because I believe media is the most powerful and most special medium in the world. And so anyone out there that's listening, I'll give a 30-minute free consultation to go over. It doesn't even take me that long to do what I do. You guys, you can email me directly. We'll set up a time. My email address is Joshua, just like in the Bible, at LizManaWorldwide.org. That's L-I-V-E-M-A-N-A Worldwide.org. Email me directly. We'll chat. I'm happy to help you, happy to serve. There's no gimmicks. There's no snake oil here. This is straight up. So, There you go. Let's start. We can start off with that.
4: Oh, I think that's amazing. Thank you for putting that offer out there for people. Um, Maybe we can work something out uh, where we can get your nonprofit on our platform. We just got to we got to come up with a way that we target it towards veterans and uh, uh, organizations or something that's doing with animals or or children. So maybe something we can do along. I'm sure we put something together, right? That sounds- yeah, that helps.
7: well. We have, a, we have a youth media literacy program, but we also Ooh. cater to people that, we, whether it's a veteran, I don't care if you're a convict, you're an ex-con, I don't care if you're currently in prison, I don't care if yesterday you had a heroin needle in your arm, but you are trying <laughs> and you want to make a better life for yourself, this offers to you as well, because our program, Voices for the Voiceless, I was that junkie. I know what it's like. And it was my intellectual property, and, of course, I was blessed to know media. But for me, I was the worst of the worst. That's what the devil inside me, my book and our movie, is about. It's, it's my story of how I found Christ, and it's completely uncensored. So if you, if you get triggered easily, you might want to pray before you watch it. That said, <laughs> I know what it's like to not be able to go get a regular job because people look at me, look at my past, and they don't want to touch me. So I had to I had to go all in on what I was seeing in my visions and what I was believed God God put on my heart to do. And fortunately for me, I knew how to navigate the entertainment industry and media and use it for good. That said, I also know what it's like to be to screwed with no, be screwed with no Vaseline and and not have and, and, and be, raise millions of dollars for films or to go on set and know I was the right person but because I wouldn't compromise my values I wouldn't get the part Um, or I know what it's like getting cut out of deals and business deals that I'm the one that did the work for I know what that's like and so when we created our media organization it was we were just determined to to flip all of that on its head we wanted to we wanted to absolutely transform Hollywood because we believe as Hollywood goes the world goes and we wanted to be that power in media that, that catered to the people that had been cast aside, had been shunned from society, the misfits, uh, the outlaws, the people that are fighting for free speech. I mean, who would have thought fighting for a basic human right would now make you a misfit? But it is. So this government yeah. is for anybody out there
4: yeah that's a great point that we're fighting for free speech we never thought we would be in that situation and you mentioned hollywood and hollywood is the the, the root of the evil right i mean look what's coming out of there the the, uh, the people the uh a majority of them are just literally evil um what comes out of their mouths uh, and what they say and of course you've got all these movies with violence but yet they. Uh, they stand on their soapbox and say you can't, you have, you don't deserve a Second Amendment right, but we're going to go ahead and and, and have all our <laughs> kinds of movies with guns and things like that. But then they can go ahead and have all kinds of armed security guards, but I can't have a gun in order to protect myself in case some lunatic comes in and breaks into my home. So, I mean, they literally talk out of both sides of their mouth, but then of course that's just their ideology. That's just the way, and I call it ideology. So that's just the way that they mm-hmm. think that's who they are, you know, because uh, they're just most of them evil people. And that of course then uh, gets spewed into the scripts and the product uh, that they put out there for, entertainment, they call it entertainment, for entertainment. And and it's, you know, it's more of a there's propaganda, there's influence. So we need more companies like yourself where you are creating quality content that is actually helping people, that is not trying to indoctrinate them or brainwash them or mislead them or, you know, there's nothing wrong with a movie every once in a while where things are getting blown up, you know, that is somewhat entertaining depending (laughs) on that. I'm not going to lie. But it doesn't need to be everything and it doesn't need to be the whole movie. Um, because it's just you know it's everything's so violent, but it's that's by design though. That's by design. So the work you're doing is just is great in order to try to try to change that or have a be a place where people can go to create quality.
7: Well, that's what it's all about. And here's the thing: real stories are dramatic enough. You don't need to falsify anything. I mean, just I'm I'm very inspired by people's stories. I mean that's. I love to interview and I love, you know, to help people go to places where they've never been with the questions I ask and get them to open up in ways that, that maybe they have never before because it's those hidden things that we have inside that once we release it, it's amazing how healing that can be. But all that is, is just telling the truth. It's amazing how shocking truth is. I mean, to this day, like I, I spent most of my life, you know, lying and hiding and conniving and, and everything else to try to protect secrets or to protect my other lies or to protect my double life. And, you know, and I, and I think about all of the evil and awful things that I did in my life, and which is, you know, again, it's pretty laid out in the devil inside me. But now I would say living for the Lord and living the life that I live now, I'm five times more shocking than I ever did when I was a junkie. And it, it's just crazy. But all that is, it's amazing how living in truth is probably the most rock star life you can live. And that's all I ever wanted to be growing up. I wanted to be a badass rock star. <laughs> and, my, <laughs> and my cocaine and gut habits probably proved that. Like
5: I was trying to be like a rock
7: star. I'm way the
5: lifestyle. more a rock
7: star now.
4: <laughs> you lived the lifestyle, but you didn't play an instrument. You went, oh, you mean I got it. I got it. <laughs> I gotta know how to play the guitar. I just thought I wanted the groupies in, in the party scene. <laughs>
5: exactly. Uh, exactly.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Oops. You yeah, like does a harmonica count? But I looked at whatever. I'll throw it in at the last minute. Something you know, low hanging fruit. Um, so you you brought up uh, living in the truth, and you brought up the fact that that's what you're doing now. For people who didn't tune in last week, which Everyone should be tuning in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and of course, we're always yeah, on demand. Sure. These shows automatically click to a podcast after the live version, so you can listen to us on 16 platforms, more coming to you. Um, why don't you tell them tell a little bit about your story, because no sooner did I think you were done with the uh, my mouth just dropping one level after another, you threw another zinger, and I went, oh, my, whoa. So tell them tell a little about you.
7: Oh, wow. Um, I, I love those open-ended questions like that. I'll, I'll keep it as short as possible. Um, look, I was born into privilege. Like I've I heard a lot of stories that are kind of like mine, and it's always people that have been born where they were born in poverty or they had some you know horrible upbringing as far as... But anyway, we kind of stereotype the traumatic events that happen to people, especially when they're younger, coming from dysfunctional homes and you know, all of that, and there's a lot of poverty present, or they're in a poor neighborhood. Well, I grew up wealthy. I mean, I didn't say wealthy. I went to the country club every single day, and my mom was Mrs. America, my dad was a rock star, and successful entrepreneur. We had everything you can imagine. We had everything we needed and more. But for me, that didn't keep tragedy from striking. I remember waking up when I was seven years old, My sisters had disappeared, and I thought it was something I did, but come only to find out 20 years later that it was something my dad did. But the the time that that happened, I thought it was something I did. I thought that I wasn't worthy of love. And then right after that, I was molested by two older guys um, that, you know, literally this is in the – I mean, we're talking like a month after my sisters Uh, left. Molested by two men, then molested by my female babysitter. The physical abuse started from my father. And in all of that, as is, is horrific as it sounds, the absolute worst thing that happened was that I learned to lie. Because in one breath, you know, my parents, my mom is, is a powerful woman of God. And, I, gosh, I love my mom so much. She's so amazing. Um, powerful woman of God. And, and, you know, obviously raising me to be honest and tell the truth and all that. And, and my father, too. My father would beat the crap out of us if we didn't say yes sir or no, man. But at the same time, as he was beating me or beating my mom, I'm also being told that you can't say anything about what happened. You need to keep that quiet. We keep this a secret. We keep what happens underneath this roof. We keep it a secret. So wait a second. You want me to tell the truth, but now I'm keeping it secret. So (laughs) for me, internalizing, okay, I can't talk about the guys that molested me. You can't say anything because they're going to kill me and my family then my dad doesn't want me to say anything or I'm going to get another ass beating. So, okay, now I'm learning to lie. That became the most dangerous thing because every time when something was wrong, when I was wanting to, when I was cutting my wrist, when I was making my hands bleed with a football helmet, there's a punch in my face mask just to feel the pain so I could feel something. Like all of that stuff I'm keeping inside. And I bet sports is my saving grace because I could just, I was so violent. My violence is what made me good. I, don't even, I can't even say I was a good athlete, but my violence carried me to a football scholarship. Go figure. But when, when my football career ended from getting hurt, and all the while, all those years having night terrors about the things that happened to me, my night terrors consisted of me, me, my family being murdered. We were all, I remember it's the same dream. We're sitting in this red booth, one of those circular old diner booths. These guys walk in with shotguns and knives and just murder my family in front of me. I dream that or being raped pretty much every single night. And then college happened, and then football ends because I get hurt. Well, when I discovered cocaine and meth and ketamine and ecstasy and all that fun stuff, it wasn't alcohol for me. When I discovered all of the drugs, what I found was that the nightmares turned to fantasies and all the things that used to haunt me now became fantasies. And so I became addicted to chemsex sex almost immediately. And if you don't know the term chemsex, sex, it's very popular. It's a popular term in, in the gay community. And it's basically people that use meth and have sex. And when they do it, it's risky sex. You're talking multiple partners. You're talking four-day sex vendors. You're talking about all of that. But I became addicted to exploring what had happened to me when I was molested. And then it got worse and worse and worse as my drug use got more intense. This went on for almost 25 years. I lost two marriages. I've been divorced three times, but the third one was kind of a weird thing. I think God used that marriage to get me out of another toxic relationship to position me where he wanted me to be. But the two marriages I had were two women that didn't deserve the monster that they got. I wrecked their lives. I lost the right to see my twins, the three-year-old that I found out that I had when I was in college, Uh, She, after getting custody of her, she ended up going back to her mom, who also battled addiction, and on and on and on, all of these horrible stories. I was a horrible cheater. I was an abuser. Um, You know, abusers, people that are abused, abusers learn it from somewhere, Mm -hmm. and and this is not an excuse whatsoever at all. Um, But I became an abuser, and I became an abuser because, I would get angry and violent when I was confronted about my cheating or my lying or my manipulation, and I was so desperate to protect my secrets that it made me crazy. It made me crazy when I was confronted, and then the times that I, was, I because I had, had completely given every woman I had been with PTSD from all of the lies and manipulating. I, I, I the worst thing a man can do to a woman is rob her of her intuition, and that's what I did: gaslight a woman when you make them think that you're telling the truth, when they know you're lying, but you keep on saying, no, you're just crazy, you're just crazy, and you eventually convince them, what you're doing is you're stealing their intuition from them. And that's one of a a woman's greatest gifts. That's why a woman and a man together, when they are in flow together, they are so powerful. That's why kingdom families are so awesome. But I was the opposite of that. I was a homewrecker, a life destroyer, a heartbreaker. I was the worst of the worst. Long story short, my sixth time in jail, I was facing five years for domestic, uh, domestic assault. My girlfriend and I at the time, who I'd already been to jail with once, we go to jail again. Um, this time I'm facing five years in a felony. I'm put in isolation because I thought telling them I had HIV was gonna like, give me privileges in jail. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> they put me in a psych ward in LA County, and that's not on. That's oh not a fun God. place to be.
5: No, but after I can't we imagine.
7: Ate, I, two eight balls of cocaine and a bottle of tequila that night. After it wears off <laughs> the second day, I start to realize. I start to wake up and go, "Oh my God, what have I done with my life? I've wasted everything. I've had. I go to LA with a million dollars in my bank account." In an eight months, I'm homeless. Mike, you're oh, homeless in a $105,000 car, but I had thrown away everything. Everything. Wow. So, so the second day, I'm begging for something to read. Begging, please give me something to read. I need to distract myself from all this noise. Well, no, we're not no, you, you, we're not giving you anything to read. Like, I swear I've seen in, in, jail, in, in TV shows, like you know, there's a book guy that comes by and gives you a book, and you get to read it. Like, what about that? No, we don't do that, okay? And then hours later, a Bible. You've got to give me a Bible. And I asked the guard for a Bible. Yeah, sure, I'll be right back. Four hours later, guard comes. I think it's four hours. It felt like 20 hours, but I'm pretty sure it was about four hours. He comes back, gives me the Bible. I start reading the Bible, and I'm reading Genesis. And mind you, I grew up Baptist, and I grew up going to church three times a week, but I knew nothing about the Bible. I never really talked to God. and Frankly, I didn't really care to talk to God hated you on the church, hated all of it. So then I'm reading Genesis, and I'm laughing hysterically, like this is the dumbest beat I've ever heard in my life. This is so dumb. This is so ridiculous. Bullcrap. You're calling
4: calling the Bible dumb, and you're laughing at it. And God's going, dude, you're in prison. Like, you're laughing at me, and you're saying, and you think this is dumb? Hello? Look in the mirror. You don't even have a mirror to look at, dude. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I
7: I left Genesis and I went to Revelation because, you know, that's the other end of the Bible. So let's see how this thing ends. Revelation is not the thing to read in the uh, Bible. It is the absolute worst thing to read is Revelation. It will make you go crazy. So then I go, wait a second, Proverbs. Okay, I'll read Proverbs. While I'm reading Proverbs, I read the whole book of Proverbs, and I'm going, oh, my God, with every verse. I'm doing that wrong. I'm really doing that wrong. I'm doing that wrong. I'm doing that wrong. And and after that, I'm like, God, I suck at life. What is going on? I'm terrible at this. So then I remember my friend John. My friend John, we got arrested in high school together at, at a prom party when we blew out the, ho- the hotel heights <laughs> of um, this hotel room. So we blew out the hotel heights. The cops come. We're all running. Anyway, we get arrested together. Well, I remember him because he's now a pastor of a church. And so I start reading the book of John. I'm reading the book of John, and I'm like, oh, my God, this, this Jesus, he did this for me? Jesus, what? And, like, I was heartbroken. And then I just start cursing at God. Why won't you fix me? Why won't you change me like everybody else? And I'm cursing at it. I'm so mad and I'm so enraged because I've been to change so many times and nothing changed. Nothing ever changed for me. And as I was screaming at God, God said, the very first time I actually heard God's voice, he said to me, you have to forgive your father. Well, how am I supposed to do that? Because it happened to him too. And as soon as I heard those words that happened to him too, I just walked to my knees because I realized that not only had I become like my father, I'd become worse. But I began to have compassion for my father, and I started to realize that as much as I hated him, not only had I become like him, but I actually needed forgiveness from him too. Because when he was dying from a horrible case of melanoma, I, I, I wanted nothing to do with him. I, I, I paid no attention to him. I listened to myself. I waited for him to die. There's a chapter in my book called Inheritance, um, and even the, the, the movie part that's Inheritance. And we talk about it. I, I talk about how I just couldn't wait for him to die, because the inheritance that I was owed, like the inheritance that was coming to me was owed to me as far as I was concerned. Because I, 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 I mean, it was, all the reasoning doesn't matter, but I, I felt like I deserved it. So I couldn't wait for him to die. The night before his funeral, my girlfriend and I at the time, um, like we did this quite a bit. We got two eight balls. Um, we had a sex party in our house. And up until about 6 a.m., the funeral started at 8. So when I fell asleep at 6, I ended up waking up at 9. So I'm super late to his funeral. Like, who shows up late to their dad's funeral? I did. And, um, and I made a complete mockery of his funeral. Uh, I, I just hated him that much, but as I'm sitting there in jail, I just started weeping, and I started begging my dad to forgive me, and, and I forgave him, but I, I let it go, and I, and I forgave him, and then after that was done, and after I was just broken, after all the folders of resentment on my shoulders had just broken off, I started begging God to forgive me, because I knew from the age of seven, from the very first time I was molested by those two guys, I got my first vision and God showing me what was possible for my life. And although I didn't understand it at the time, I never forgot it. And so then I started begging God to forgive me. And I said, I'm done running. I'm done. I know what you called me to do. I'm done trying to do it my way. Take my life. My life is no longer mine. I'm all in. Take my life. I'm yours. And I swear to you in that moment, I've heard people talk about the Holy Spirit doing some weird stuff. I, 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 and everyone, I, I can't say that everyone's had that experience. And I swear to you, in that moment when I said, your will be done, take my life. My life is no longer my own. I'm all in. I got knocked on my butt and lifted up so quickly. I mean, it was the most supernatural experience I've ever experienced in my life. I'm not a woo-woo weirdo. I don't see ghosts. I don't see spirits. And that's what I'm tripping. But I am seen I am seeing, seeing that stuff. So to have this moment with the Holy spirit that completely vibrates my spine, my brain, my eyeballs, my feet, my toes, and I've got lightning shooting through me. As soon as it happens, I'm just like, "Oh my God, this is what they talk about. This is, this is like Rebir, Holy jeez!" And then I'm dancing around my cell, this tiny freaking cell that I have in isolation. And I'm just making up songs, like going, Jesus, Jesus, I love you. I know no words to any songs at all, (laughs) but I just felt like singing. So I'm going, I've committed to serve God behind bars for the rest of my life, I mean, for the next five years. Well, five days later, I end up getting out of jail, don't see the judge, nothing. And I'm on the streets of L.A. County going, oh, God, now what? Because now I've made all of these promises. Promises that I've made before, by the way, but not quite the same. I, I'm i on the streets of downtown L.A. having no clue of what's next, but I just know that I've committed to giving my life and delivering my life in service to other people and and and, and just taking that path. And that was almost seven years ago. But it has wow. been quite a journey since then.
4: Wow. So at the moment, well. well what exactly was happening right before you decided, uh, I guess I'll use the word surrender and you dropped to your knees and basically said, God, I'm I'm yours. Um, What was happening right just before that moment? Because I just, it's almost like there's a lot of people listening that probably, or maybe their stories aren't as extensive and as crazy as yours, but they're ready to take the next step in their life and change things. And, We've talked about it so many times on this platform when people actually surrendered to God or Jesus and they decided to live more of that faith-driven life. Everything changed for them. I mean, I can't tell you how many people have come on and said a similar story that you just did. It's, it, it's, it's mind-blowing to me. And these people are not the woo wee woo like you're, you had mentioned, kind of person, right? Where they're not going to, you know, kind of make something up or whatever. They're you know, more granola-ish, driving the VW bus kind of thing. you are like, oh, yeah, of course. That's like, <laughs> they, eat, they eat leaves. I, I, I'd expect that story from them. <laughs> not some guy who's in a three-piece suit, you know, in a corporate environment. But the, all the people that have shared that story they 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 are those business people. They are those those type of leaders, or just like uh, you know, like the average person, uh, or somebody like yourself. You know, like a you know, a, a rock star in disguise. Um, so there's a lot of people out there, you know, the, the rock star that plays no instrument. Um, so then it. it <laughs> so um, what 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 I want to know because I know they're ready to take that change, that to make that step, but they don't necessarily know how to do it or what to say so what what was happening just before you did it what exactly were you very specifically because i want to give somebody a take action item because i want them if they're ready to do this i want them to do it once they listen to the show and then what exactly did you physically do and what exactly came out of your mouth if you can remember
7: oh I, well i i i just said it. i literally was i was reading the bible and i started to understand that this person loved me and died for me, this person that lived a perfect life. And you've got to understand, I didn't really ever believe that. It didn't make, conceptually, living a perfect life made no sense to me, dying on the cross for what? It didn't make sense to me. But it was something about reading the book of John that helped me feel the love of Jesus. And and I and you have and and, and, and I read John. I ended up reading John twice. It didn't wasn't just once. I ended up reading it twice, and that is what really sparked the, the 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 breakthrough. I guess you would say of where my heart was able to break. But for me, I think what really really did it, because I don't think it, it's not raising your hand in church, and I don't even think it's the salvation prayer. Because honestly. I think that using someone else's words to invite Jesus in your life is the biggest BS there is. It's phony to me. I don't think it's real. I don't think that it's, it's, a, it's, an, I don't think it's an authentic conversation with God. All I can say is this. If you want more for your life and you keep hitting dead ends, you feel like something's off, something's missing, something, there's an emptiness that you can't fill. There's not enough vagina or penis if you're into that. There's not enough, there's <laughs> not enough cocaine or meth. There's not, enough, there's not enough gambling winnings. There's not enough vacations. There's not enough shopping spree. Like, if you just have this void that you can't fill, all I can say to you, I don't care if you believe in God or not. That's not what this is about. But this is an opportunity where you're like, okay, I'm trying all this other stuff, and it's not working. So, God, if you're real, I want more. And if you really created me for a purpose, in other words, if you're the manufacturer of my life and you designed a blueprint for my life and this is what I'm supposed to do, this is how I'm supposed to live, this is, what I, this is how I get to use my gifts to be a, ble- other, a blessing to other people, then you know what? I'm done doing it my way. I'm going to try it your way. So, God, if you're real, I surrender. I kid you not. God's not going to be offended by that conversation if you're talking to him with doubt. I don't believe for one second he's going to punish you for that. Because you know what? I've been pissed off God for the last week and a half. It wasn't until last night that I finally go, okay, God, I'm done being a baby. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Because God's a big boy. boy. God God can handle it. Trust me. Trust me. He can handle it. So you can have that very real conversation. And to me, salvation is not about the act of saying Jesus take my life. Salvation is not about saying Jesus come into my life and my heart. Salvation is not about raising your hand in church. To me, it's the commitment to seeking God daily is salvation. Because you know what? There's days I don't feel very Christian at all. There's days, the last week and a half, I felt like the monster I used to be because I was angry I was mad. I was all the things that I'm really not, that's not my nature to be. So I, for me, salvation is a daily thing, kind of like surrender. I'm surrendering to you today. I'm giving my life to you today. So for me, it's a daily thing. Sometimes I have to do it every hour. I'm not kidding. So I don't look at getting saved as a one-moment-in-time thing. I seek it as a commission or a commitment to surrendering my power for God's and, uh, and trusting God with my life to me and, and, that, and that seeking to get to know him. And then also being a, listen, I believe with all my heart that man corrupted the Bible. I really do. But
5: mm-hmm. one of the
7: things that I love about the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit will weed out the BS pretty quickly for you. Because I don't believe for a second, and I may get shocked for saying this, but I don't believe for a second that, that the Lord wants us to be obedient to this dysfunctional, evil government that we have. Governments all over the world are corrupt and broken. They broke their covenant to God and how they are supposed to protect us and look out for us. They broke their covenant. So I don't believe that the Lord wants me to honor a covenant to a piece of garbage, lying, evil government. I don't believe that. But in the Bible it says, pay your taxes to Caesar, screw Caesar." I guarantee a man put that there. I don't believe mm-hmm. for a second that that's real. So that said, I believe this is a daily commitment. It's a daily walk. And I do believe the getting in the Bible is a very special thing because the Holy Spirit will reveal truth to you. And here's the other thing. The, the walk is a personal relationship. It's not about other people. You're not going to get from God what you want in church. You get from God. You get the answers, and you build the relationship with the Lord by yourself, on your own, in your quiet time, and just talking to him, and then, and then shutting up and listening. So I don't know if I answered your question, but I felt like I needed to say that.
4: Uh, yes, and you are more than welcome to say whatever you need to say, because I think it was extremely Profound and helpful. Uh, I've got two, three pages of notes, and um, I have a feeling that people had a little light bulb go on when you just shared that um, important stuff. You know, it's interesting. You and it's one forty-four. So I got, I got to wrap this up uh, because Orsika's in in the queue waiting. Um, But it's interesting that you brought up that man uh, has. Well, I'll use the words corrupted religion corrupted the bible um because that's what they've done you've got organized religion years and years and years ago they realized religion was money and power so of course you know the catholics came in and they they created a mess at it and then uh, now the vatican and the catholic church is just beyond corrupt mm-hmm. right we know that that is that is fact um we've talked about it many times on the platform we're going to be talking about it on friday a lot with leo zagami we're gonna be uh, shredding the Vatican and the uh, the whole system. You know, that's what. That's where the pedophiles come from. I mean, it's really. I mean, you got pedophile fest mm-hmm. in in the priests. So it's been and that's been going on 50, 60 years that, that that they're telling you. God only knows how long it's been going on before that. Uh, but the corruption, uh, the layers of it, um, and then now now with our government, with our government then uh, uh, reaching out to uh, and infesting all of. Categories of our lives, right? The thirteen bigs I talk about. Um, they're paying mm-hmm. all the organized religions to help with their uh, agenda, and that's true. I mean, there's literally they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. That's why, of a sudden, that's why, of a sudden, when you when you see a church or a pastor saying, "Okay, we're going to have the non-vaccines. You can come here and get it." And I'm like, "Well, there's fetal tissue from aborted babies." And I thought the Catholic Church is against abortion, but so you're cool with the non-vaccine? Oh, because you have a contract with the government for billions of dollars <laughs> in order to then also to implement your your uh, your agenda there to get people the vaccination and then you also get billions of dollars to help with refugees and replacement of and, and replace children uh from the government and from these other countries to bring them here and you guys are the literally the you wrote the book on pedophilia. So we, we, why, why are you getting billions of dollars to go near children, okay? And, and then with your Catholic <laughs> charities and your yeah. NGOs and all that. Okay, so, so you've got a problem there and people are starting to see that. But when, the one thing that I didn't mean to go off on a little tangent, I just thought it looked appropriate and a you know, reality <laughs> check for people. We're gonna, we're gonna do real deep dive. It's gonna get, it's gonna get hairy on Friday. But um, you mentioned the Bible and I, I would love to know what the real version of the Bible is before they got in and made a revision after a revision after a revision. Uh, I think you hit something there uh, because some of the stuff in it is a little like, kind of sounds like it came out of some guy that, uh, you know, works at uh, the PR department at the company. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, um,
7: yeah. I don't want to be- discourage people from reading the Bible, but no, the Holy really. Spirit. It's like a code book. You need the Holy Spirit to read the Bible because you can't read it like a James Patterson novel and get anything from it.
4: No. What do you mean by that? How, how are they supposed to do that? I want people to have take action. I'm like Put it into their head right now how you want that. What are your okay. suggestions? Before, yeah. I read,
7: be, before I read the Bible, I ask for forgiveness. i got to send myself first because that part is to me is important. I, I always ask, Anything I can repent from or ask for forgiveness, I do that first. And then I invite the Holy Spirit to reveal to me what I need to see for the day. It, it, that is, it's just that simple. I mean, before I – I don't ever prepare speeches or my shows or anything. I ask the Holy Spirit to flow through me, to give me the words. That you give it to me. But he does that. He communicates that way through the Bible, too. And it very well could just be one single word that you get that day. But I'm telling you, that word is enough to – to, to change the world sometimes. It's, it's powerful, but it's just inviting the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what you need to see. That's all it is. I mean, I hate to say it's like a magic trick, but it's kind of like a magic trick. Hmm. But it's been very real. For me to understand the Bible the way that I do, and I'm not a biblical scholar, but the Holy Spirit shows me each day what I need to know. And it hits me right in the heart. I know it. I can feel it in my stomach. And then uh, millions of thoughts from that word come alive.
5: That's huh. all I
4: think. Yeah, I never heard it put that way. No one has ever uh, said that on something that I heard. Um, that's very interesting. The Holy Spirit. Well, I mean, it's, it's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah, so the, you are doing, there's the Holy Spirit, there's the, you know, the three, the Trinity. Huh. Interesting. Oh, and, all,
7: and they're all three different relationships. Yeah, they're completely different relationships. Even though it's the the Godhead, so to speak, to me it's all three relationships. I talk to all three independently.
4: Hmm. I'm not, yeah, I, I, interesting because most people say they have a relationship with God. They have a relationship with Jesus. Never, no, I've never heard someone say they had a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So very, very, uh, very interesting. But if you've changed your life. Uh, compared to what you've just shared today. And there's actually much more, everyone, than what he shared. Oh, much more. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I guess he did share some last week, which was uh, episode 219. And so tune into that if you want to get even more of a dose. So if you've changed your life drastically um, with kind of the way you're doing it, I think you're you're on to something. Maybe that's what people need to give a try. If they've tried something before, it's not working. We don't want to, obviously... Do the same thing over and over and expect different results because that's the definition of insanity. And we don't need to do that because you already spent time in the, the, the L.A. County insane sane asylum. <laughs> you know, and you said it's a real bad place, so nobody needs to do that. Uh, no, so yeah, no need for that. Different hey, approach, different
7: it, approach. Your, huh. your audience is welcome. If they just want prayer requests, if they have a prayer request and they would like you to pray for them, I'm happy to pray for him, too. I, there's no judgment with me. Trust me. If you know my story, there's nothing you can tell me that will shock me because I've done all of it ten times. All of it. Okay. I don't care if you've murdered someone. I don't care if you're a cheater or you're an abuser or you're a junkie, you're gay, you, you identify with 95 other genders. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, there's no judgment here. I'm going to pray for you and no matter. No matter what you've done in your life, God's purpose for you has not changed. Period. Uh,
4: um, yeah. And you you've shared some things that I've never even heard of before. So there's nothing that he hasn't done, everybody. Uh so you, you can't shock this guy. You wanna shock Jock? This yeah, he's 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 the one to tell you like literally I had to I had to look something up because I had no idea what he was talking about and I went, Oh my God. Oh my god Oh my God we ran out of time yeah it's it's not like i I didn't want to ask in the air but things were happening so fast i ran out of time so then i looked it up and i was like i would have loved to see a picture of my face when i saw what that was that would have been like the best picture i probably would have won me something like 10 grand on some show just that facial expression and then then i said and Um, then i said i gotta meet this guy in person i got i gotta see i gotta see who this rock star with no instrument is yes, definitely it's on my list it's on my bucket list um joshua tell us when the show is how people can watch it and uh, give your website and anything any event you have coming up that you want to plug
7: oh wow i've got so much i don't have time to label everything but just check out livemodelworldwide.org um you just find all of our stuff there i know i love what your last guest said about uh, followers i don't really care about my following count but just check us out there i love relationships i love meeting new people um, I'm getting ready. I'm revamping Gratitude Unfiltered to introduce a new technology that we have uh, for our broadcast. And um, so we're, no, no shows planned just yet. Um, but just go to org. That's L-I-V-E-M-A-N-A worldwide.org.
4: Awesome. Awesome. And then now I will put the link. Uh, and the graphic up for your show. So just give me a heads up once, uh, if anything changes with the link for that, I'll use what you've got now and we'll put it on our must listen to page so that way people can find you very easily. And um, Thank you. Yeah, the more exposure, the better. You know, the goal is I want everybody going to our website because when I say all these resources to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your community, I'm promoting Mm -hmm. different groups. I'm different, different companies different resources, different individuals, different small business owners, entrepreneurs, nonprofits. who you know, they each have their own little specialty of what they do. So if you can go there, pick what you need, pick what what information you want, and then you can even listen to them and then everybody can learn about each other and it'd be amazing. You've got, you know, you've got an incredible community that's forming and you know that you're going to find anything on here you're going to find. You can trust them. You can trust the people, trust the groups, trust the companies, trust, trust the Trust the bodies, trust the content. And I love Mm. having you as part of it, Joshua. You're a great addition to our patriotic purpose, driven resource platform. So the world's mayor, the world's Mm. mayor.
7: Well, I I would like to have you on my show as well. And I'll schedule that with you. And um, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be here. I I really enjoy what you do. And uh, again, very grateful for the opportunity.
4: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm excited. I am excited to be on your show. We're going to have a good time. We are definitely going to have a good time. Absolutely. So thanks again. Thanks for, again for sitting shotgun in my patriotic soapbox, sir. And uh, <laughs> make sure you jump on next month for your seventh minute and then we'll have you back on. We'll do another soapbox session. Cause I, I, I like what you have to say. I like what you have thank to say.
7: Thank you. I'm super grateful again. And uh, you have a blessed day and God bless you and God bless your audience.
4: Awesome. Thank you, my friend. Uh have a good weekend. And uh we will talk to you. Well, uh we'll talk to you next month, but we we'll, I think we'll talk before then. All right. Uh my next guest. My next guest. Uh before I bring on my next guest. I didn't have time today because we were a little uh a little uh I mixed up the lineup. Well I didn't mix up the lineup. We had two guests that couldn't make it. So um I went out of the format, but before I bring my next guest, she's been patiently waiting, but we're going to go past the two o'clock. I was, I, was saying, I originally said, she'll make the show two hours. And then I said, there's no way. Because when I'm doing these patriotic soapboxes, and I say, okay, you're going to come on for 30 minutes where they say that they have 30 minutes. Next thing you know, it's an hour. So I can't, you know what I mean? You can't shut off some of these people, right? Especially if, if, the, if some of these, these real special guests that I can't even believe are coming on the show. And they tell me, oh, Michelle, they're, they're booking people. These are, you know, they have bookings and they have agents and, the, and you know, big assistants. Said, Michelle, well, we've got a half an hour. Next, literally an hour later, they're still talking. I'm not going to turn them down. I mean, I'm not going to say, hey, I got to go because, you know, you passed your 30-minute mark. Just like him, he was, we weren't supposed to talk this long. But it happens. You get on a roll. So I don't think we're going to be able to keep the shows at two hours. We're going to try. We're going to try. But my goal for the month of June is to jam pack as many many people as i can on this platform mondays wednesdays and fridays starting at 12 p.m pacific time because as i've said numerous times we don't have a lot of time left here people okay you've got you got a tyrannical government right Well, now and you that are literally making poor decisions that is going to affect your life financially in school in your business and everything else okay you, that is there's no denying that i don't care where you sit on your opinions uh your side of the aisle, if you want to call it that. doesn't matter. No, no, no. Okay, And it's going to affect your pocketbook. So uh, not to mention, we're almost halfway through the year. And uh, you're not getting any younger. You're not getting any skinnier unless you're really trying. You're not getting any healthier unless you make an effort like Fitz talked about. So I say, it, since it's joined together June, let's just blow it out the right way. Blow it out in a good way, meaning we are just going to jam-pack as many bodies as we can. So then you're, I I know we did no more excuses in March because we had the all-star segments. We were live every day, which was really insane. I can't believe that I did that. And that's start with episode 171. So you go to March, uh, all-star episodes, literally tens of thousands of dollars of free content from an incredible amount of all-star partners hitting every category, right? So that I actually made a page. So if you go to the take action tab, I know I'm jumping around here, but I'm just trying to throw in a bunch of info before I bring on. Uh, Sika, so she's patiently waiting. I hope she's being a little entertained. So um, go to the Take Action tab. And then when you put your cursor on that or, you, you know, your phone, your thing, your phone, whatever, you know, you know how to use voice. So I don't need to explain it to you. You'll see all the pages that are on the dropdown. I put a special page for the All-Stars. I put all the episodes. There's nine episodes of the All-Star segments for every category. And check out those shows. Okay. And the reason why I say it, because that was no No more excuses, March. And then we had take action, April, right? So take action. Some people didn't, some people didn't take enough. So it was like, okay, all right, well, now it's May. What are we gonna do in May? Make it happen May, all right? So make it happen May. And some people moved a little forward, not enough. So now we're doing join together June. Join together June. So I am bringing on not only the entrepreneurs, the uh, small business owners and the nonprofit organizations, more the purpose-driven people, right? I'm bringing on groups so you can join, uh, Arizona, all over the country, other States. So you can become a part of something, whether it's a business organization or it's a social organization, not so much as the social, but, uh, or it's an organization that's taking action, whether it is from a digital sense or they physically are meeting in person, like make Americans great or make Americans free again with Dr. Pam Popper's group. And Arizona stands United Jenny Jackson meeting in person. That's what it's all about. We need to meet in person. So I am encouraging everybody to meet in person again from a social or business standpoint or a take action standpoint. It's amazing when you're going to join some of these take action groups, how many new friends you are going to have or how many new business relationships are going to come of it because you're around like-minded people who believe in this country, who believe in God, who believe in taking action in order to stand up to what is going on, which is all bad. Okay. All bad. And I, we, we talk about examples all the time. I talked about it earlier. Got one down the street, Scottsdale. And then the city council meets virtually because they're hiding. But yet the school board meets in person. Huh? What? Mm, that don't make no sense, right? Doesn't make sense to me. There's a reason. They're hiding. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear how pissed off people are about what's going on. So they hide you do you hide oh then people want to send them emails and blah 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 you don't have to read the emails they put them in the trash they don't care they care when you show up in their face not lying in their face but you show up in you know an orderly fashion like you've seen on all these these videos they've gone viral that's how you make a change so uh without going i went way off tangent but anyway um i think it's important so this month GM pack we're gonna load it up with guests and uh we're joining together in june in order to really get things going, because I don't want people. I don't want one person out there to say I want to do something, but I don't know what to do. I want to get my business going, but I don't know what to do. I want to be a better person, but I don't know what to do. I want to do something to uh, to, to uh, stand up to the school board, but I don't know where to go. I don't have any other groups that are doing that, so I just I feel like I'm by myself. I don't, uh, you know, I don't like what's going on in my town. I don't like what's going on in my state. I don't, uh, my kids are going to be forced to wear a mask in school, uh, just against the law. Okay, right? And they're going back to school in like two months. Uh, I don't like any of that. I don't, but I don't know where to go and I don't know who to call. And I don't, I just feel alone, but I have all this, I have, I want to do something. I don't want anyone to say that ever again. I want you to go to the, I want you to go to the website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Check out the Take Action tab. There's stuff you can do solo. There's groups you can join, and all of these groups have nationwide affiliations. So, if you don't, that's what I'm saying. You got to start somewhere, right? And then you'll find the local ones, whatever. And become a precinct committee man. I've been talking about that since I joined a couple months ago. So many like-minded friends, new people. Plus, you're getting information. You're doing something, physically doing something, and you're making a difference. And you're getting rid of bad people or making bad decisions who are purposely making bad decisions. they are there to help people get things back to where we need to be. We've been t- taken our eye off the ball for literally decades. No more, no more. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen on my watch. Not going to happen on my watch. I'm not going to let people not have a place to go and figure it out. It's all on the website. And I want you to go check it out. I want you to tell your friends, I want to tell your, your family, your contacts, because I don't want to hear someone say, well, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. That's where you go, and it's all on there. And you can listen to many of the people's organizations, groups, companies. Uh, they've all come and done a show, so you can listen to them. So you get to learn about them and know about them. So I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to do that. But first, I want to do uh, because I, I told you we got to focus a little bit more on business, right? So I needed to do that. And I have a couple little tips for you today. I'm going to a couple little tips, and then oh, Orsica, it's 2:03. Give me four minutes. Four minutes. This is important. <laughs> This is important for people. Let's get down, let's get down to yeah, let's get the out of business really quick. Here is what you need to do because they thought about this. They thought about what can you do right now that's important. You're going to back up, you're going to download, and you're going to update. Right? Now, the reason I say back up is because something's going on with the internet, with the servers, with the different platforms. A bunch of them went down the other day. I had a major issue with GoDaddy yesterday, and it wasn't something that my website called for a change. It was with their servers, and there was major companies that were going down. There's a lot of squirrely stuff, and you see all this hacking stuff. So what I'm asking you to do is you need to make sure you got to take the time. This is something that we never do or we don't do often. You need to back up your computer. You need to back up your phone. You need to back up both of them. And if for some reason, the main, the, the, the company server that you're backing it up on, right, goes down. Well, then nothing not you can do, but at least you've got, you, you, you gave it a try, right? <laughs> a try. Then one for the giver. The, uh, I use iDrive. iDrive is great. It's cheap. It's like 60 or 70 bucks for the year. It backs up the computers, multiple computers every single night. And it backs up my phone. There's some things you got to do manual with the phone, but make a point of figuring that out. They're on our marketplace. They're one of our, they're one of our partners. They donate 10% of the total purchase uh, to our vets, pets and kids program. So go check that out. You could go to the marketplace tab. You'll see them on there. So my suggestion is that if you don't want to use them or you want to use another company, that's fine. I'm just letting you know who I use. And I've been using for like 15 years. And I I actually, several times I backed up the phone from it. So when my phone got stolen, uh, then I had all of the information. It was like nothing ever happened. It was unbelievable. And I've backed up my computer twice with their information and downloaded the whole computer back together. So it's important to down, to back up. Okay. So you're going to back up. You're going to do this, right? This is housekeeping because I'm telling you squirrely stuff's going on. And I've listened to a lot of other shows where they say they're, they're kind of giving some advice on the down low, that something, something's happening in the, in that cyber tech world. So um, at least you could do, you can take all the precautions that you physically can. And if something happens on a bigger scale, then you can do. But at least do that for yourself. Now, when I say download, okay, this is part of that, too, download. You want to download your Facebook contacts, right? You can actually download everything that you have on Facebook. Uh, there's a way to do it. Somebody who was on the show was talking about it. Um, so I suggest you do that. A, 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 because what happens if you get censored or they kick you off? Boom, one day, right? And then what do you do? You're like, oh, my God, this is all gone. So you could, you could back up your content. And maybe put it on a different platform, like Gab or uh, CloudHub. Uh, I think Gab actually can connect the two. There's a couple of them where you can connect directly together. Um, but in case there's censorship or something, like I said, squirrely goes down with uh, whatever. Um, so you can do that. Download. You want to download that. Then while you're at it, you could download your contacts on Twitter. You could download your contacts on LinkedIn. Aha. Uh-huh. Now all of a sudden, especially with LinkedIn, LinkedIn you can download it to a an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, my God. Now you have a networking contact list right in front of you So you could see who the people are and you could start, uh, I don't know, maybe picking up the phone, join together June, get your business rocking and rolling. Um, novel concept, right? Reach out to people, communicate, see what's going on, find out people that you're like, oh, my God, I forgot about that person. But look what they do now. Oh, ooh, look at that. Who knew? Who knew my friend from high school was doing that or somebody now lives here? Yeah, big difference, big difference. You have all the resources right in front of you, just we don't use it. So almost like Dorothy. She had everything right in front of her. She knew everything, you know. There's no place like home. She had the shoes. She had, it was all in her heart, her heart. No place like home, home. Remember the promo code for MyPillow.com, home, up to 66% off. You're going to help get a donation to uh, You get up to 66% off, and you get to help create a donation for our best pets, and kids. And then real quick, while you are in these websites or these uh, platforms and you're downloading all the contacts so you have a copy of it, right? Uh, why don't you update? Why don't you update your links? Make sure they're there. Update your summary. Update your abouts. Make sure everything's connected. Make sure everything's clear. Do that. I, I look at so many people's websites all month long, like hundreds and hundreds. And uh, I don't even want to begin to tell you. Um... Stuff that needs to be updated, that doesn't have the link, that the Facebook isn't connected to the certain thing. It's not connected to their their page, or you're trying to figure out what somebody does and you can't figure it out. So take the time. Do that. You, you do it over the weekend. Awesome. All right. Well, I just wanted to, before I bring her on, it's 208. 208. I got to get a little plug for our promo for a purpose commercial and our program and everything done for you program real quick. And then I will stop talking and we will bring on our Sika. I'm way behind. It happens. It happens. I knew it was going to happen today.
1: Did you know 63% of consumers prefer to buy from purpose-driven brands and businesses that reflect their own values, beliefs, and support charitable causes? Promos for a Purpose provides business owners with ways to support worthy causes and promote their brands at the same time with its comprehensive, done-for-you marketing and media program. Visit www.promosforapurpose.com for more information.
4: Promos for a Purpose helps you stand out from your competition and stay top of mind by promoting your purpose made easy. It's our everything done for you purpose-driven business partnership and marketing experience which provides small business owners, entrepreneurs, service providers, and corporations with ways to support charitable causes and promote their brands at the same time. Promos for a Purpose gives your brand something to believe in and makes it easier than ever to join this new purpose-driven model and movement which is transforming how businesses are operate market and serve customers clients and the community just click the promos for a purpose tab on our website everythinghomeresourceplatform.com to get all the information we'd love for you to become a part of our community as a purpose-driven business so we can help you grow and share why you are the best at what you do it's time your story is heard all part of join together june people join together that's what we're doing. We're joining together. All right. I'm going to bring on Orsika Julia. It is 2.10, and I'm way over. I'm way over. Well, she can talk as long as she needs to today. So my next guest in Michelle's patriotic soapbox is Miss Julia Orsika Or-seek. Julia. Uh, she's the founder of Out of the Quicksand and guiding you to a complete life after domestic abuse and she's an author big round of applause everybody you are the queen of patience like a saint you are a
2: saint just call me job just call me job <laughs>
4: <laughs> i didn't expect that to happen that way um but uh i don't know i'm kind of i'm fired up today i am enthused i am motivated i um uh I don't know. So it, it comes out sometimes to, through this microphone. So I hope it comes out in a good way, but um, I just it, uh, feel, well, thank you. Um, I just feel that there's so much that we all can be doing in, in our own lives, in our sure. businesses, in our communities. And, and I and I don't want to hear any excuses from people and I don't want excuses coming out of my own mouth, which I'm guilty of that. And um, oh, uh, I just, uh, I'm, I'm ready for a, a drastic change. And I'm sure other people are too. So I just want to lead the way in doing that and provide the information and the resources. And for those who are really ready to step it up a notch, uh, let's all just jump on this train and do it. Because, uh, you know, like, uh, like that said, we're not getting any younger. And that I can attest to, I can tell you that. Um, So, yeah. And and I know that you you're there too, right? We're all kind of there, which is a perfect segue to what you're doing to help men and women, believe it or not, it's men too, people, uh, to helping people Mm -hmm. after they've had the domestic abuse, which is what I just said, taking your life really to the next level and being serious about it and being committed. Um, Yours is a little different. Obviously it's a sensitive topic. uh, Sure. But as I said in the intro, uh, somebody's listening. If it didn't happen to them, I can guarantee you they know somebody who it has or it is or they know somebody that it is or has and they just didn't, they don't know it. Uh, Right. So it's kind of like, because it's so common, it's so common that it's almost like we kind of need to know about this topic so that we can see warning signs or we can just be helpful to somebody else who is going through it. I think that's kind of that's what's is really important because what if somebody thinks, oh, I, I've never been abused, I don't, I've never had to deal with that, and I would never let that, that happen to me. But yeah, what, that would be. But then you say, but then it does, and then you find out your friend or whatever. You're like, I cannot believe she doesn't have that kind of personality. So you never know, and it literally, like, I think I told you on on uh, on one of the episodes when. uh, uh, I was talking to the police officer here in Scottsdale a couple of years ago. And I was asking him questions because, you know, God has been Somebody comes in front of me, this is question fest. And he, I said, Oh, you're a lot of like, you know, people stealing, like, well, you know, what should, what's, what's, what's the big crime here? He goes, Oh no, 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 mm-hmm. It's domestic abuse calls. I said, get mm-hmm. out of here. He mm-hmm. said, you, you, you want to know where most of them come from? I said, where he goes North Scottsdale. I said, are you kidding me? And North Scottsdale yeah. is where you're talking big right. money. Okay. The home's like a right. million, right. two million, right. three million. That's their second, yeah. third, fourth, and fifth home. He said that's where right. most of it most of it is. Yep. So that was a long winded intro for you, but I, I want you to go with <laughs> any direction that you want. Uh, but I kind of, like I said, I wanted to open it up to people who have no relation to domestic abuse that they know of. So that way they right. can, they, it's a, it's almost like an awareness that everybody needs to, you need to know enough about it um, because it's so common.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, you are absolutely right. I wish that wasn't the case and it's become more common, you know, with COVID and, and people being asked to stay in their houses last year. And I mean, abuse rates just really skyrocketed. But before we get into that, thank you for having me on, Michelle. It's always a pleasure. I love your energy and your messages and it's just, it's just always a good time with you, so thank you for inviting me back
4: oh you all you are welcome, and uh you, thank you for your patience so there ha I think you do
2: well, ha <laughs> <laughs> so ha that was sweet uh, so yeah, yeah, where do you want to go with this? Violence so many places i was listening to joshua and you know how he came to the lord and it just it triggered so many beautiful things in my world and so we'll stick with domestic violence for now and um yeah it it really blew my mind in my personal situation i was raised um, upper middle class you know good family of refugees from hungary and uh life was pretty perfect and I always thought that domestic violence happened and and this, I don't mean this in a derogatory way of any way shape or form but in my happy little world domestic violence happened to those who are at a lower socioeconomic level yeah like that's, it, it wouldn't happen to like me a, because yeah, you know
5: that's totally yeah ex-
4: that's what everybody thinks okay so that there's you no know, right so you can you can, you right. can hold your hold your comments because nobody wants to hear them <laughs> Because they're not true. Like right. we talked about earlier <laughs> so, about, about systemic racism, not true people. So go to another show. Right.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And it just, it. I mean, it, you know, once I was in it, I was like, well, how did I get here? You know, not that just because you're socioeconomically more abundant than some other demographic doesn't mean that you're immune to anything in life. Right. But it just really mm-hmm. caught me off guard. I was like, I was raised differently than this and I was, You know, I came from a loving family and there wasn't abuse there and there wasn't, you know, just it blew my mind. And, you know, of course, then thinking back of, of my journey, I was like, oh, that's how I got here. Okay, so how do we learn from this? How do we grow from this? How do we get out of this? How do we help others at the end of the day? How do we help others to be able to live that life of forgiveness and healing? Because it's tough. It's one, it's tough getting out. So for those who have gotten out, congratulations. Take that moment to really soak that in because it's not an easy feat. There's so many different things that you have to to really look at before you can actually leave. And that's why so many men and women stay in the abuse. You know, let it be physical, emotional, verbal, mental, you know, whatever, spiritual abuse. I mean, so many people stay in because there's just this dichotomy of of necessities before you can get out. Um, so, for those of you who have gotten out, congratulations. For those of you who are working on getting out, you can do it, and you're worthy of getting out. And there is a life of joy and peace and fulfillment and forgiveness and healing afterwards. But you have to put in the work. You have to put in the love for yourself and the love for your family, and and allow your family to love you back. And I don't mean that like you have to do this because of course somebody who's in <laughs> domestic violence doesn't want to hear you have to do this. So it's right. more of a suggestion. Like if, if, if you're willing to truly heal and if you're willing to truly get out, then the healing will be there. God will provide that healing for you. 100% just be open to it. Be accepting of the invitation to live that life of forgiveness and healing because it's possible. No, I didn't, I didn't, wake up one day and go I think today I'm going to find myself a guy who's going to abuse me. You know that's, that's just not you know your fairy tale life, right? We just yeah. you know when we're dreaming of the man we're marrying it's not going to be I want him to be a narcissist because I think that's the best thing for me. But all of a sudden you find yourself there because of the choices you make. And so it's important to take ownership and responsibility for our own choices, right? That got us to that point as it is important for us to take ownership and responsibility for the choices to get out of those, those valleys and be able to stand on those peaks again. So yeah, that's kind of long winded, but there you go. Well,
4: I want to ask you then. So sure. You, you never would have expected yourself being with this type of a person. Um, and then you just said that it was because of some of the choices or decisions that you made, um, why did you decide to be with this person? And then what state of mind were you in then about your personal self-esteem or your self-worth or something? Yeah. Because there had to be something that you were lacking in that, uh, unless it was pure, unless it was pure, pure money, right? The guy is literally uh, 95 and just, uh, <laughs> you know, old, <laughs> and, you, and your job was to wheel him around and he was one step right. away from, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I know from you being a zillionaire. Other, you know, that's the only other one. Right, but uh, right. <laughs> so what was it, and what, what state of
2: mind were you in in your life? Super low self-esteem. I was a single mom with two young kids, okay. two young okay. daughters, and just super low, super low self-esteem. I mean, it it just was. And he, you know, we use the term narcissist so freely in our culture. You know, whether it's towards a female or a male, we use it so freely. But there are people who are genuinely narcissist not narcissistic behaviors but actually genuinely narcissist but anyway so just when that term is used be cautious and and make sure that you know um it's used properly i guess is, is the best way to to express that but uh he did really well with the manipulation so when your self-esteem is low most narcissists tend to prey on that and they're like oh well if i do this nice thing for example bring flowers home um, mm-hmm wake her up because I work third shift with, you know, breakfast in bed or just breakfast and pretend to help take care of the kids and in the flowers drop some cute little earrings and, you know, gifts and gifts and it kind of builds that, you know, like and trust factor, right? And mm-hmm. you start to trust him and then you start or her and then you trust yourself a little bit more and then your self-esteem comes up and before you know it, it's been twisted and tainted to become the person that they want you to be so that they can tear you down. So it's it's a it's a mental game. Really. So I was I had low self esteem to answer your question. I had low self esteem. Single mom, two kids and I was lonely and I accepted what I should have never even. But I'm glad that I did, because if I didn't accept that lowest point in my life, I A wouldn't have my beautiful God-given son. And two, I wouldn't be here talking about this. And three, I wouldn't be able to guide others to that life of healing and forgiveness. So, you know, even in that quicksand where I was literally dying, I'm able to look back. And even in those moments, in those actual moments, I was like, God, you have a greater plan for me. I just don't know what it is. And I need your help. And yeah, so here I am. uh, July 23rd will be 10 years, my freedom date. And Um. I'm just very happy to be alive, and I'm very grateful for all of the beautiful gifts in my life, even the ones wrapped in sandpaper.
4: Uh, it, it just made me think of something, and then it also made me it caught my attention what Joshua was saying. Um, I think this this also i mean because I want you to to kind of give some advice or comment um, there's many. Forms of abuse. Whenever he- anyone hears abuse, mm-hmm. they normally just think hitting. You know, and he be he be. Right. I'm just going to use male female because that's you know the stereotypical, stereotypical example. right? Yeah, that's just you know. But nowadays, it's actually there's some crazy ladies out there. I mean, like crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> know, you know, like there's some hot mess women that are out there just doing some crazy mm-hmm. stuff. But there are many forms of abuse. Many forms of abuse. Yeah. Uh, so, and I think um, what especially over the past 15 months, you know, personalities have changed. People were home, whatever, obviously finances, little tight, businesses falling apart, all kinds of stuff. People get sick. Maybe people not here anymore, all of the above, right. All the above. So well, when mm-hmm. tough gets going, and get the going gets tough. We don't say that, but then, you know, somebody's true colors comes out when there's a little, a little hot under the collar when it comes to, you know, the situation not being as awesome, uh, your personal life, not being, what you're used to right so then all of a sudden when the little or hits the fan you're you're either man up or woman up or boom maybe this bad side of you comes out because you just uh right you you don't adjust properly right because you uh and it might be your true personality comes out it's like when people get win the lottery when they get a bunch of money and they say well money is the root of all evil say, no 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 that's not even close to being true they're actually they're still, that's not what the bible says they need to reread that phrase
2: Um, (laughs) what yeah
4: (laughs) yeah, that's actually not what it says yeah so um the uh uh money just gives ammunition it it's like it's like a fuel in the flame what's that called like an accelerant an accelerant money is just an accelerant for who you already are so if you're an awesome person just like the lottery you're going to do awesome things if you're a shitty person uh and you get a bunch of money you're just going to be more of a shady person, right? So it's just bad news, but why I'm I'm kind of circling around here, but uh, because it gave me what you said and what he had said. He he had said that um, he was lying to his wife all the time, lie, 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 lie. And then when he finally convinced her that he wasn't lying, and he was clearly lying for years and did all, all kinds of bad stuff. He said, when he convinced her, when you convince a woman to believe you, you steal her intuition. And he said, like, that's the most important trait that a woman has is her intuition. So I went, oh, I wonder if we can talk a little bit about maybe the, not necessarily the forms of abuse, but I want people to realize that maybe they are in an abusive situation. They just haven't realized it yet. And Mm -hmm. maybe it's been going for years. Maybe it's something recent. But Nobody lives, needs to live that in, in that situation, in that no. life. Um, no. So take that and go in, in what direction you want. But I think that's really something to think about. And it could be a friendship. I, I've i had friendships mm-hmm. where looking back, I'm like, that was actually verbally abusive. Like verbally, mentally right. abusive right. and well, beyond right. toxic, right? But also like there was right. some physical abuse sometimes, but I didn't necessarily put two right. and two together. And I went, sure. uh, I went, whoa, wait a second. Um, so, yeah, I think there is, it doesn't matter, you know, family's one thing, friends are another, spouses, w- husbands, wives, or, or anything, any, work, who knows? So um, talk about that, because I want people to realize that maybe they are, they've got some a level of abuse that they're being exposed to, they just haven't figured it out. Don't recognize it.
2: Yeah. And, you know, yeah. honestly, that was me until probably about a good two years into it, I was like, wait a minute what just happened? Like, I'm being abused? What? You know, and then it took me five years after getting out to realize that I had PTSD and then, you know, sought help for that. And anyway. So yeah, you know, if somebody is, and it's, it's those boundaries. So somebody who is emotionally manipulating, abusing, spiritually manipulating or abusing verbally doing the same thing, they do not trust your boundaries. There's, there's zero trust and respect for you as a human, right? And so it could very easily be a boss, a coworker, a friend. It doesn't matter if it's female to female friend or female to male friend. You know, gender doesn't play a role in abuse at all. Um, your your family could be abusive to you and you've just grown up with it and this is normal and it's, you've, you make it okay because this is what you know, right? But there there are some clear signs, you know, if somebody – I had a situation, for example, where I just needed a few hours off from life, right? Sometimes we just need to unplug. And so I wrote a text to my inner circle and I said, hey, I need a few hours off. And this one particular person in the inner circle uh, spoke about, in that moment, she was like, well, I need you to take me, you know, to the mental health facility because I'm suicidal. And I was like, there's, I can't help you. Like I just said I needed a break and now you're coming at me with, you know, being suicidal. And that's a very serious thing for me. Right. And my heart goes out to her. And I was like, okay, so call an ambulance and I try to fix it. But once we got past that hurdle, I realized that that was very abusive to me and very disrespectful to me. You know, and I'm not, and I, I'm not diminishing her. No, and you don't even I know she's telling the truth. She was to. probably doing that just to, well, that, to manipulate me. Because there's a lot right. of people that think like
4: that, but then they'll throw a zinger right. like that at you. And right. Uh, right. you know what I mean? And that's, like you said, it's, it's abuse, but then there's there's obviously some the issues upstairs. Um, right. I mean, hopefully right. it wasn't true, but still. You know, but a lot of people use those angles to manipulate other right. people. You mentioned right. manipulation. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a boss can very easily abuse their their employees oh i just need you to stay for an extra 15 minutes and all of a sudden it's an hour and a half later you've given up whatever family outing that you had planned you know that that is a form of abuse because they're holding this over your head that if you don't stay for that quote unquote 15 minutes which takes over you know two hours then you no longer have a job that's that's manipulation and that's not okay you know and even let's say you're Father has invited you for dinner and holds you there, or says, "Well, if you don't come to dinner, then you know if you're out of my will." I mean, come on, <laughs> <Right>. you know. <laughs> but, but well, been, then, you, then right? at that I point mean, you be-
4: actually go. You you say, "Screw it! I, I, mean, I I'll, I'll take that one for the team. I'm going." <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I mean, possibly, yeah. But yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's there's so many subtle forms of abuse, and I'm not saying that if somebody sets a boundary, you you know you you're not flexible with it. There are situations to be flexible uh, with your boundaries. Sure. But it's very important to keep those boundaries. And if, and what you said earlier that um, the abuser takes the woman's intuition away and even the man's intuition away. It's absolutely true because you start second guessing every mm-hmm. movement that you make and you start second guessing like who you really are and, and how you got, you know, to this point in life. And there's just so much second guessing. So if you are in a situation where you feel like um, you're losing your mind and you know you're not, then just take that step back and see if, if there's that emotional and psychological abuse and manipulation going on. It starts out as manipulation. It's very, very, very subtle. And it starts out as manipulation. And then before you know it, your ego is dead, your intuition is dead, and you're just kind of walking around in the shell of a body that God's gifted you with. You know, and your spirit is just no longer and that's really sad.
4: Well, it affects every aspect of your life and the people around Absolutely. you. You know, yeah. you, I think you had you had brought it up. We were talking we were talking about the abuse, but like my, in, in a capacity of like an addict, where the addict is the one who is causing the damage. They don't ruin their own life; they ruin the life of the other person, like destroy it. That sure. you needed to actually come back. Sure. It's the same thing as this abuse because the abuser is going to be an abuser, right? Unless he goes and gets fixed. Let's just call it that. Or he gets healed or whatever his deal is. But most likely, eh, they're, that's the way they are. Right. And they're unfortunately yeah. in their DNA, that's their personalities. Um, but then the person who maybe kind of knew had some, you know, had had some idea and they're like, Oh, I can change him. I can fix him. This won't be hard. Mm-hmm. Just take a little time. Right. And then next thing like, you know, their life is destroyed because they're just like the locusts. Right. They just come in and, and everything's just destroyed. So, right. um, you know, even though you're literally ready to walk down the aisle, you spend all the money, you're looking yeah. pretty in the dress, yes. and then it hits mm-hmm. you or somebody comes to you and says, hey, listen, uh, like I, I, had a, I had a guy friend once um, and he was literally at the door before they, they opened it and he was, re- he was with his dad. His dad goes, uh, I'll change his, I'll change his name to protect the innocent. So he goes, yeah, uh, and he and he didn't like the 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 fiance. It had no use for. her. Kind of knew she was just manipulative, abusive, and just, uh, you know, not a nice lady. One of those hot messes.
2: Right.
4: And he says, right. Uh, all right, hey Mark, you know uh, If you want, we can get out of here. And uh, you know that car we rented, we'll just take it up the coast. And uh, we don't, you don't need to do this. Don't feel you need to do this because I don't think it's a good idea. And he's like, yeah, I don't really think it's a good idea too, but I feel like I have to now. So, uh, oh, well, I yeah. know it's tough. Yeah. I know it's tough people, but look how it ended out for Orsika, And I would probably, how many people have told you a similar story? Um, and so many. it always turns out the same way. I mean, yes, you get the kid comes out of it, right. You saw you got an awesome child. Um,
2: but you
4: know all the other things, right? Because you don't know. I mean, you know, so take that out. I don't want to. I don't want to mix the children and the and the things sure. with the other no, situation right. because then people are gonna say, well, Michelle, and, and you, you know, that's the baby and the child, and no, no, totally separate. I'm talking about just the abuse and the relationship. Just talking relationship right. with the people because you don't think, right. all right, I'm gonna, I'm going to go and, and, and marry this evil man just so I can have a kid. And then, uh, right. you know, so that's not that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about the abuse and, and knowing that you are going into the situation. Because um, you knew right. before you took, right? You knew.
2: I think so. I just didn't want to admit it. You know, just back to what you said. I was like, okay, I see some red flags. I called them orange ones at the time. And I was like, but if I show him how to love properly, he'll know how to love. Ah, And so I had that first low self-esteem and two, he can change because I'll show him how to love the way God wants us to love each other. Hmm. Uh, That's a lie. It's a lie. I told myself. Yep. Yep. Because my self-esteem was so low at the end of the day, you know, it all stems back to that, but you did mention something that about the abuser. And it's really important to recognize that the abuser doesn't, you know, God doesn't create this child and says, here, you're going to be an abuser, or you're going to be a narcissist, you're going to be a drug addict, you know, those are all based on the choices that we've made and the traumas that we've had to overcome in one form or fashion from our childhood. And so a lot of times abusers get, of course, the bad rap and they're like, oh, they're a horrible person, but they've made choices to be that horrible person, but originally they weren't created to be that horrible person. Right. So they mm-hmm. need healing just as much as the victims do. And it's so important to understand that and to really fully respect that. And it took me quite a while and lots of forgiveness to get to that point where I can see the abuser now as a human, as God's child, and not as the monster that I, that I witnessed in my life. Right. And I can see him and go, you, you have had such trauma in your childhood this was your survival mode. I'm not condoning his actions by any means. Please, please understand that I don't think it's okay, right? But I'm able to see him through forgiveness and healing. I'm able to see him as God's child, and notice that he's an actual human, and I'm not a monster. And it took it took quite a while to get there.
4: Well, you, we want to fi- we, all, we want to figure things out, right? That's just on our nature. We want to know sure. why. So that's you needed to sure. figure that out. So do you think? it took you longer to forgive him or to forgive yourself? Forgive myself. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep.
2: Without a doubt, so forgive it, myself.
4: Because something happened that made you, like the, for what was, was there a light bulb moment that happened that, uh, or did, was it something where you almost instigated it because you started doing certain things or uh, a certain method or a certain you know, self-care, whatever whichever, whatever, you want to call it, and then you created the the forgiveness, or was it something where just one day you went, I need to do this?
2: It was a process, for sure. Um, I knew that I needed to forgive myself. I just didn't know how. And so back to what Joshua was saying, it was through the Holy Spirit, that I was able to really be guided to that forgiveness. And... I knew that I had to do it because I was still in those chains and those shackles that he put on me. And I knew that if I didn't forgive myself, he would win. Mm -hmm. And I was like, come hell or high water, he is not winning my soul. He took it for a few years. He is not winning my soul. Come hell or high water, I'm going to break these shackles. I'm going to break these chains. And I will fly and I will be free and I will sing my fight song. (laughs) And (laughs) this is stopping now. And so every day I would remind myself that these chains and these shackles and this cage that I was in was giving him power and taking my life away. And I was like pecking at, you've seen um, Shawshank Redemption.
4: Oh, oh yeah. That's the, you, seen that you movie? referenced yeah. that with the masks. People got Shawshank. They wanted to go yeah. back in, even though they were yeah. free. because That's what they got used to. They're yeah. like, oh, dude, can I go back in? No, no, no. You, you're not allowed in here. You're no, no, you're <laughs> go. You're it's free, okay. bird. Free. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's kind of like the Shawshank Redemption, like every day I would work on that forgiveness as I built that tunnel out and and went through the crap, literal crap, to get to that freedom so I can be washed with that rain, so I can feel God's grace, so I can really, truly live the life that he had planned for me, not the one that I chose for myself up to that point. So
4: before,
2: before you started, uh, before you
4: left... And and, and left the abuser and uh, started this healing process. Were you a spiritual person? Did you read the Bible? Did you talk to God like you do now? Um, And the reason I ask is because, as I mentioned, with uh, Joshua and with other people, and you and I have talked about this before, it's when (laughs) you did make that commitment to have the relationship is when everything changed. So were you just like average people who weren't, aren't into that type of thing um, before any of this happened?
2: You know, my commitment to God changed my life when I was 12 years old and I was in summer camp. And that's when I was saved and I gave my life to Christ and I knew that he was walking with me. It was that one set of footprints in the sand. You're familiar with that Mm -hmm. poem? Yes, it was that one set of footprints in the sand through the abuse that I know he was carrying me. I still attended church. I wasn't really a big Bible reader, per se. I did my, somewhat did my daily devotionals, you know, haphazardly, but definitely knew that the children needed to be in church. So I took them to church, and I definitely knew that I needed to be in church. Um, And so I would... Because I needed to be filled, not because I needed to be an organized religion, but i that's where mm-hmm. I knew that I would be filled with the Holy Spirit, with God and with Christ. And so I continued that even through the abuse. I was like, this is my safe place, and so I'm going to come here and be safe. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I didn't, like, shun God during the crap. You know, I, I actually leaned into him even more, and I was like, you're my only way out. I don't know what to do. I know this is not where you wanted my life. You're my only way out. And so I just kept going and I just kept praying and I kept talking to him and just give me the strength, Lord, give me the strength to live the life that you're asking me to live, because this isn't it. Like <laughs> This is hell on earth. Mm-hmm. I, I am a hundred percent certain that I wasn't created for hell on earth. Right. And so, yeah, God was always there. And that's, that's just hmm. really powerful, you know, if I think back and I'm like, yeah, it mean, was that one set of footprints in the sand, for sure.
4: Yeah, so your faith got you through, gave you yeah. courage and the motivation yeah. and the confidence. You had to get confidence to leave. So it that, Absolutely. That is what gave you the power. So again, people, faith in God, Jesus, and now Holy Spirit. This is the second time we've heard Holy Spirit, so I'm feeling... We're going to be talking, we're to, Holy Spirit's going to start showing up a little bit more because we keep talking about the Holy Spirit. So, uh, all Holy all Spirit you guys are on something. Us? Yeah, you guys are, you guys are all on to it because you say this, I keep saying this, but you use the same words. And that's what's interesting, right? That's when you know something's up. And I'm making it simple. Right. <laughs> right. I'm not using fancy words. And I'm just, I'm relating it to, um. You know, like when you're just doing, you know, normal business things or you're just doing like, you know, normal average things with people, you know, and then, right, people are starting to use the same. Well, let's let's use an example of propaganda, right? Since we're we're living in the political propaganda pandemic, right? We're living in propaganda now for uh, every category, right? So we'll just use propaganda. So when everybody gets the same talking points, doesn't matter, you know, what the topic is, and they get the same talking points and they keep repeating it, right? A bunch of parrots, beep,
6: beep, beep. beep, beep
4: it um, makes you think well, they're all saying the same thing, so there must be something's up, whether it's good or bad, something's up. They're saying the same thing, mm-hmm. same thing, but they're getting physical talking points, right? They've been instructed to give these talking points. They're instructed to say this, right? And they've been doing that for decades. We just started really catching on recently. So, right, right. And uh, the but on the other side, you guys, most none of you know each other. Right, and then unless you're listening no, to almost every single show, you're not going to hear it. and You got to listen to the whole things. You don't know when someone's going to throw it out there. But everybody right. that has, yeah, which would be awesome. I would love yeah. for you to listen to everything. But you know, some people don't have that time or that you know, whatever. No, yeah. I'm sure there's another excuse why you're not listening to every show, every single minute. And that's everyone that's listening. Everyone that's listening. No, it's, I, don't you. <laughs> yeah, I know everything. Yeah, and I do. I do it. I expect everyone to listen to every single show, every minute of every show. But um, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely, all the time. Put it in the background, put it in the background. You're home, you're working from home. Background. Um, you know, you've got, you got 48 hours on a weekend. Come on, people, throw in a show. Um, no, but seriously, the, um, what I'm saying is, is all of you use the same phrases. You use the same language. And then when you're explaining it, it's the same passion in your voice, and you can hear it. And to me, okay. when I see something like that, or I hear something like that, something's up. Something must be up because nobody knows each other. You don't have talking points. You didn't get the brochure. I know that. I know that you didn't right. because there's <laughs> no way that you all have this. And, right. and these are very right. diverse people. I'm just trying, because I'm trying to get the regular person, right, the average person who's never gone down this road before, who, uh, you know, Mr. Businessman, Miss Business Lady, too busy to do all the kind of stuff. You know, the, the mom's, are, you, know, the, you know, got a million different things that she's doing. Uh, you know, the guy that's watching TV, and you shouldn't be watching TV, Um, you know, average person, just regular, like a regular Joe, regular Joanne, a little, you know, regular trans Joe, whatever, whatever they call themselves nowadays, right? Whatever. Joanne. you want to
2: identify yourself, sure.
4: Yeah, <laughs> oh, Joanne. We oh, want be a raccoon today, you're a raccoon, awesome, whatever, pick your, Absolutely. pick your, flavor cool. of the day, flavor of the day. So I want them to just kind of put that in this perspective. So something's up if you have all these diverse people, totally different, like, lines of work. And it doesn't matter what they what they do. These aren't, this is kind of people that are just not like a, a consultant or a coach or somebody that is dealing with therapy. It's like a hardcore business person, you know? That's when you go, whoa. Mm-hmm. And when they start talking like that, you're like, I didn't expect that. What's up? But there it is again. Right. right. So something's up. That's so what, sums up. So you, you yeah. All right, I'm. Gonna, I, have, I have one more question, Something and then that. you can share what you want. Yeah. And then I got to wrap it up It's 2:45. I got to get some work done. It is. I got to get some work done today. actually, I, I have to. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to go there. I can't. I can't. I can't make an excuse. So we're not making excuses. Remember, we threw that no out. Excuses. No, 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 no excuses. Yeah. No excuses. No. 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 There's none. None. So I'll hold you to it. No, ma'am. <laughs> thank you. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, um, what was it that? that made you decide to do it. And if you don't want to share that, you don't have to, but what was the action that you did? Because I want people to, to like, do I just jump on my, go on my knees and say, God, I'm ready to go. And then I wait and nothing happens or you know what
2: I mean? What was,
4: you want to share your experience? You don't want to.
2: Well, let me, yeah, no, let me ask clarification questions. Like, How did I get a, are we talking about the abuse or are we talking about God leading No, when you gave your, you
4: gave your life to Jesus when you were 12, you said you were at 12. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I want to know what action, what action, if you don't want to talk about what brought you there, that's totally cool. But I want to know what physical thing did you do to then surrender uh, or is it surrender? Am I using the right word? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay, obviously, people, I haven't done it yet, or so, I, I did it the wrong way, because I don't know the words. There's no right because way. Because don't have the talking points.
2: There's no points. right way. Well, there's yeah.
4: no talking points. So what was it? What did you do?
2: there's no talking points. So I was at summer camp, and it was a Christian summer camp, and um, I had some friends who, you know how pre-teenage girls could be? They're just kind of manipulative and conniving and just mean, right? And so... I was kind of in a sad moment and I was like, well, Lord, I guess I don't have those friends anymore. So, you know, I, there's something, there's something else. And if I remember correctly, I just was like, I'm yours. And, you know, I feel like I need to just give my life to you. And so I did at summer camp and uh, actually the girl that was, they're with me she and I are still friends 30 some odd years later and our sons go to camp together and they're they're chums and um it's really kind of a beautiful story so I just there was nothing no fireworks no drowning in the lake none of that I just was at chapel and I was like I'm giving you my life and so did you say it out loud and, and being I'm sorry no I did, did you say, say it out, it out, out. out loud no I, okay I did not know and and then, of course, being the human that I am, I consistently took my life back from the Lord, which was the dumbest thing ever, but it's okay. I'm not calling myself dumb, but that was just a ridiculous action. Because when you take your life back, then he's not in control anymore, and that's when you go through those turbulencies. And I'm not saying that life with God is easy. I'm not saying that you're not going to have turbulence, right? right? But it there's a peace. There's just a different peace. So, like, when my... My father died four years ago um, quickly. It was a car accident. It was quick. and so just. It was okay because I knew that he was with my Lord and, and Savior. And I was like, okay, I'll see him again. And, it, like, there was three minutes of crying for mourning, and then I'm like, all right, he's good. And I know he's good because he's with Christ, and he's with Lord, the Lord, and I know that he's with God. And so it's just. Yeah, poop's gonna hit the fan, sure. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that poop's not gonna hit the fan, and you're not gonna have some seriously challenging times. But it's just handled differently when you hand those things over to the Lord. It's just, it's a different, mm, just a different feeling. It's a different life. Hmm.
4: Huh. Yeah. Um. Kind of cool. Uh, the reason I'm not me, I haven't said anything, uh, I started crying, but, um, which is normal, you know, I cry, I cry on the show all the time. <laughs> I haven't done it in a, in a couple, couple episodes though. So, um, uh, Hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch I want to say, but I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save it because, uh, uh, you won't be able to understand it if it comes out of my mouth anyway. Oh. Uh, all right. So is there anything that you uh, you have coming up? Is there anything you want to
2: share? You want to give your website?
4: <laughs> oh. We're just gonna We're go going to go right in. past
2: that. Sure thing. You know, <sighs> actually, there's a book that a friend of mine wrote. It's about the Holy Spirit because uh, you, you had talked about with Joshua, you know, that you didn't even think about that part of the Trinity, right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We always talk about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit just kind of dangling out there, doing her her own thing. There's a book that my friend wrote that I would highly recommend to anybody who wants to really understand the Holy Spirit from a biblical standpoint. It's called Story of the Spirit, and it's written by Sarah Jo Fairchild. You can find it on Amazon. And actually, I was looking, and it's amazing because right now the hardcover is two eighty eight, two dollars and eighty eight cents, which is wonderful. And Kindle version is two eighty eight as well. But anyway story of the spirit um it it's uh it's a guided lesson about the holy spirit um yeah what's the name of the book it's a study story of the spirit and who wrote it sarah Jo fairchild
5: okay
4: all right this is yeah it's it's, okay i'm going to share something because something's Something's up, right? Okay, because uh, uh, that's my new thing. Something's up when when
2: something. When you up. hear,
4: yeah, I get, and, and you're going to relate to this because it it has you all over it. Literally, you're all over my desk, and I'm going to explain why. So something's up. So you know, like you know, when something you're why what, wasn't when Jesus you you, you defi- when something happens twice or three times, it's it's something biblical, right? isn't there? It, it, God, I got to mm-hmm. start reading the Bible. Yeah. Which one is it? Two or three? Three. Okay, so it's three. Okay, everything happens in threes. God loves threes. All right. So when those things happen, then all of a sudden you pay attention and you need to do something with it. Okay. So uh, obviously you're on the show, right? I just get a message on Facebook. And I think this is obviously this is for me. Like this is like, shelf. You don't pay attention. I I, we can't help you. it's like
2: it's like what I
4: keep telling you guys. I keep telling you guys that uh, you know you you saying you want to do something. You don't know where to go. And I tell you really anywhere on the website it shows resources groups you name it everything's there. So and then and then I say well you know if you're not going to go there that's okay. But but I can't help you. So like you know and so now I've just got this. uh, So I think it's. It is, it is, uh, it's push the same shelf. You don't pay attention to this. We can't make it more obvious because it's happening live <laughs> I love those. and it's recorded. So you right. can re- listen to it again, you idiot. If you don't pay attention. Okay. So um, literally five minutes ago, I got a message from uh, one of your friends who's not my friend on Facebook. Right. Um, said okay. I heard your show today and your intro comments for or seeker. My friend was the topic of my book I had known, how can I get you a copy? Blah, blah, blah. It's total stranger. Okay. Obviously, it's connected right. to you. You probably saw it on Facebook. Um, all right. So that's one. So now we're talking about you. We're talking about a book. We're talking about something else. You just bring up a book about your friend and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was brought up by somebody else on the show, which was what his key was to bring him to God, the Lord Jesus. And I was, I was moving around a bunch of stuff in the office. And I moved something, and underneath it was the book you sent me. So then I took that out, right, and I put it on my desk, and (laughs) I put it in front of me when you came on, and I had the book in front of me. So now it's you again. It's yet another book. Uh, Three books were mentioned, right? And um, uh, what? what? So who's Scott? (laughs) Something's up here. Something's up. Orseeka, what's going on? Who's who's Scott? What book is that? Uh,
2: Scott is a good friend of mine. Um, yeah. He also works with domestic violence survivors, and he's got a pretty powerful story, too. So, he, yeah, he's a good man. So what was his book? Oh, which one remember? of you books? Hold on a second. Yeah, I, I he's somewhere. Right. Hmm. Well, I mean, he can, you know, send me a message and let me know.
4: Yeah, yeah but he, he wrote about you. Is that what he said? My friend was the topic of my no, book. No, 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 So the book no, no, was no, about no. you? Mm-mm. No, it was not. No. Oh. My friend was the topic. Oh, my friend was the topic of my book. Oh, okay. That makes sense now. You know, when people text you, you can, you leave out a comma. Oh, forget it. You know what I mean? It can make, it can change the whole right. sentence. Then especially if I'm reading oh. it fast. Then, uh, yeah. No, okay. So he wrote a book about his friend. He wrote a book about Oh, about I got it. And he's your friend. And he's your yes. friend. It's like Kevin Bacon story. Yeah, it's like Kevin Bacon yeah. Every <laughs> six like degrees it. of separation here. But do you see what I'm saying? Something's up because we're talking three different books, and like really, um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. But I better do something pretty quick here. Not to mention I lost I it when you were talking about something. Oh, that I, like I said, I'm not going to go down that road. Um, okay. No, because I don't want to. It's just. We got to end the show, and i don 't need to sit here and cry on the air, but uh, the moral of my story people uh, there's signs out there there's messages um, you just need to to uh, to see them. open your eyes, open your heart, and as you guys were opening your heart sharing yes. you you guys were both sharing when you're talking to God then after you do that, then you listen and he's going to kind of give, give you the guidance. He's going to give you those messages. He's going to you know, whether it talks yeah. to you or it's physical yeah. messages or spiritual messages, or you feel something or an idea pops here, however it's done, right? However it's done. Um, you've got to do something with it. So obviously if I don't do anything with what just happened here. Lifetime. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Shame on me. That was stupid. Right. Took an opportunity. I don't know what, what is, what it needs to be, but I'll figure it out here. You know what I might do. Oh. How about I pray, right? God of know what we've been talking about. There's a thought. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should pray and ask One what enough. this is supposed to mean. <laughs> but I, I, uh, what I want, uh, what I want people, I just, if, if there's someone out there that's listening and doesn't think that that was, and I'm going to use like normal people words, that it wasn't weird or something was up, like that was just, that like, I'll use the word coincidence for those who believe that. Are coincidences because there's no such thing as a coincidence. Okay, so for those that believe in coincidence, and still do you think that was a coincidence? I, I, no. no. So anyway,
2: no. look at things. It's all serendipitous for sure.
4: for sure. Yeah. Um. All right, two fifty-six. I have to wrap it up because the show stops live at three. Uh, Perfect. Website, social media. What do you want to share?
2: Yeah. Out of the quicksand. You can find me anywhere out of the quicksand because, you know, I help people get out of the quicksand. My book is called 52, Finding Gifts While Thinking in Quicksand. It's actually under a pen name so that I don't get sued for slander, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so 52, Finding Gifts While Thinking in Quicksand. That book was absolutely 100% Holy Spirit-led. Through a temper tantrum, I wanted to write something totally different. God said no. He literally stopped me in my tracks and told me, this is what I need you to do. So it's 52 different stories of or 62 stories of different parts of my life growing up from childhood to, you know, now. And, um, it's, it's a hundred percent led by the Holy spirit. And I wrote it in three weeks because it just came out of me. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even know that this was cool. This is what I'm doing. So 52 finding gifts while well, thinking quicksand, um, and then out of the quicksand on all the medias, all of the social media's. that's, that's where I am. All right. Um, The cool thing,
4: you know, I I love quotes. I love these passages from the Bible. So I have the book in front of me. Obviously, we talked about that. Uh, 258. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to make it quick. So um, I just sat here. I closed my eyes. I spanned the book. I stopped where I think I should have stopped. And here is the verse. It just happens to be because, listen, uh, I want everybody to know that some of the verses are on the left side. Some are on the right. Most are on the left. This one just happened to be on the right. It was page, uh, page 111. Oh, that means something, doesn't of it? Of course. <laughs> page 111. Oh, my goodness. All right, here is the Bible verse, 2 Kings 430. You would put it in cursive. I can barely read it with my glasses. Hold on.
2: You want me to read it?
4: I, I, I'll read, You read it, and then I'll read it, because I have a feeling I'm supposed to read it. So you read it first. I'm going to look for my other glasses. But the t-
2: but the child's mother said, as surely as the Lord lives and you live, I will not leave you. So he got up and followed her. That's in Second Kings 4.30. <sighs> and now Michelle's going to read it. <laughs> she could do this. Holy Spirit's got you, girl. You can do this.
4: Oh. oh, my God. Okay, here we go. It's not that I can't physically read it. I'm trying to catch my breath as I'm crying. Right. All right. And yep. Did you mention on the top it says the struggle? I did not mention this. Oh, God. You know, these shows end up turning out to be therapy sessions sometimes for me. Um, <laughs> isn't it great? Uh, well, it's free therapy, I guess, right?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. uh
4: yeah, so uh, well the, the live audience just got turned off. I forgot to tell them because I was crying, but let's I'll, I'll do this and i know what it I know what it means
5: ah oh. Oh. Oh,
4: damn it, okay, you can do this. Uh, page one eleven people from a book that just from a book. Uh, and then our wrote, and she said it was, well, I'll read it first, and then I'll tell you what just happened 10 minutes ago, which I think this is huge. Like, I, I can't imagine anyone listening doesn't think that there's something to what just transpired. And then, of course, the page in the state. Okay. It's called The Struggle. Uh, I don't know if I can do it. Um, all right, I'll do it in between breaths. Hold on. Yep. But the child's mother said, "Is that widely?" Oh, surely. Oh my God. Hold on. A, uh, tell funny. them something real quick. Let me. I got to find the other glasses because they they magnify bigger. Hold on.
2: Yeah. So here's a little. Here's a little thing about this book. All of the titles are um, song titles, except for one. There's one title of the 52 that's not a song title, but the other ones are, um, because I love music. I can't play anything to save my life. Maybe to save my life I could, but realistically, I just love music. And so I found song titles for the title of each and every single one of the chapters, except for one of them. So for those of you who are listening and you're going to pick up 52, now you know a little bit about the insides of my brain. Welcome. Oh, okay, I'm ready now I can see.
4: Uh, yeah, it's not clear the glasses that I that I used for for seeing everything uh, for this particular reason is wasn't uh, I wasn't able to see. Oh, boy, that was profound,
2: huh? Had I nothing to it. able the tears. To. Everything about the
4: glasses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see this. what happens I'm okay. going before I, I wasn't able to see. Oh my god. So um you know uh this is this moment is for all those logical people out there those you know those uh, hard-headed those uh capricorns like me those uh, you know like I said in the first uh first segment we we're talking about self-care. I know that I'm I'm gearing off and you know, if anyone's still listening there's a point to this people so just bear with me there's a point to this in addition to obviously um i need to (laughs) i need to do this um we were talking about self-care and i said you know what we should all do this we should the whole segment about taking care of yourself being healthy and having movement and um you know exercise and eating better and 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 taking a moment to yourself and throwing in some prayer meditation uh, you know, all of the things you're supposed to be. So then I said, well, let's do this for the month of June. Of course, I always have to like, throw out a challenge and I named something. I said, let's for the month of June, let's all get up one hour earlier for the, next, for the remainder of the month and see what happens. See what happens with that extra hour of time. And literally during the middle of the segment, we've been all talking about like personal things to do and all these better things that can happen. Um, The first thing when I said the one hour, the first thing I thought of, this was happening during the show. First thing I thought of, one hour extra of work at my desk. That's literally what was happening in my first thought that I had. was, I mean, gives me an extra hour of time to be at my desk to work, which was completely opposite of what the entire segment that I was literally talking about was about. So anyway, those type of people who think like that automatically in their brain. What's happening right now is to kind of knock some sense into you, or to uh, open up your mind so you can see at whatever level you need to. Elizabeth if it's happening right now, live to me, uh, anybody, it, this can happen to anybody, and it should happen. Um, I'm not quite sure what's happening, but I'm going to read this, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. Maybe you have maybe you have something that you can uh, some input on what this means. So the title is the struggle. Um, but the child's mother said, "As surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you." So he got up and followed her. Two Kings four thirty. So what, um, what 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 is what does that actually translate to, from your opinion? And then you said there's a song for the struggle. What song is that?
2: Oh, well, I was saying that all of the titles except for one out of the 52 are song titles. So just the way my brain works. But um, so as far as what that means.
5: Yeah. You know, what is Yeah,
2: go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, I was like just trying to find the right words. Um, God's just not going to leave us. You know, like a mother says to their child, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to love you. You know, that's that's what God does. Unconditional absolutely unequivocal, we cannot wrap our tiny little brains around it, love. Because even though we say that we love our children unconditionally, or let them be fur babies or let them be adopted, you know, like adult children or whatever, humanly, we still put some condition, if we're going to be totally honest and transparent, we still put some condition on that love. We do the best of our abilities. We do it to the best of our abilities to love unconditionally, but God is the only one who can actually love us unconditionally. So let's say somebody, you know, molests their son, but they really take God and accept Christ as their Savior. God is able to forgive that person for molesting one of his own. Um, and, you know, humans just, we don't have that capacity. That's a God thing. So this this Bible verse, Second um, Kings 4.30, is saying that God will love you through all of your inequities, through all of your challenges, through all of the shame, blame, and guilt of your life, no matter how horrible of a human you think you are, accepting Christ and loving God, you will be forgiven of your sins, of your inequities, of your crap, all of it. mean, <laughs> you know, there's just no nicer way of putting it.
4: So the title, the struggle, what, what song is that? Who sings that?
2: Oh, well, you know, that's a great question. I have no idea. Yep.
4: What is the name um, of the song?
2: What is the it name is, of the song? Yes.
4: Okay. Yeah. Why don't you look that up while I, uh, while I wrap this up? So just so every – for those who don't know, reason why I cry on the show.
5: Uh,
4: that you know, I try not the to, but, question. it's a, you know, the, the topics come up, and obviously – uh, when, I, when I share this, it'll make sense. So the struggle, struggle I, and I'm not just using struggle because I'm looking at the word. That's the real word I've always used. Struggle I have every day is that I miss my mom so much. And she died five and a half years ago that I literally have. To put my, I literally almost like put my life on hold when I look back and still live. It. And then and when that, ha- since that's happened, and it's literally a struggle every day. And yeah. Uh, and cause we were so close. We did everything together. I mean, extremely close. Uh, and it's just literally been an everyday struggle. I mean, there's not a day that I don't cry and I stop myself cause I'll be at my desk doing something and it just it just happens, but I I stop because I'm got I'm working. I don't I can't do this. And some people are like let it out. I'm like well this, this is different. This is not letting it out. This comes out every day, but it's a struggle. And I for whatever reason the other like, a couple of days ago I started to really think about it, and I said I I got got to pull myself out of this. I gotta go. I gotta get my my you know my I don't know about life back, but I've got to stop having this hang over me. Um, so then all of a sudden, uh, I don't know this. It, it, that's why this comes out. So when it's certain topics, right. It comes out during the shows. I can't help it. I can't, it just literally, I can't shut it off. It just shows up and it comes out. I just like I throw up all over the microphone. Um, so it is what it is. But, um, I'm not quite sure what all this means, but it just came at me, and I thought I would share because maybe somebody currently late. Maybe somebody can. Maybe somebody can uh, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But something's up. Something. Something is up. Just, so.
2: And showing that vulnerability, Michelle, really is a beautiful thing because something is up and somebody needs to hear your tears so that they can heal theirs. And, you know, whoever gave you the advice that you you know let it out, I mean, you might just need a day at the beach to just cry it out. And it's okay. Cause I found that when I held my tears back after the domestic violence situation that I was in, when I held my tears back, it just brewing and brewing and brewing and I needed to just let it out. And then the healing really began and then it brewed again. And then I let it out and then the healing continued, you know, so it's not a one and done. It's not like, okay, I'm healed now. Great. No more tears. But eventually the tears subside a little and they lessen. And then eventually they just go away because your heart is healed. And that doesn't mean that you don't miss your mom. And it doesn't mean that I don't miss my dad, but there's that healing that can take place through Christ. And, you know, the Holy Spirit will guide you, Michelle. Just well.
4: Yeah, so like I said, it's the tears aren't getting any less after five and a half years. Right. That's that's the problem. So, all righty. and I, you know, we'll I've help you through that. On, yeah, I've shared that on the show before. People are like, sure. What's, why, why, "Why do you cry on a certain topics?" There you go. Um, actually. uh, yeah. So, and I have no problem crying. I just uh, Good. can't talk while I'm crying. <laughs> and you're, I'm people can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can't talk while I'm crying. and then it <laughs> makes the show longer, and it also um, there's not quality content coming at people to help them because uh, this isn't necessarily a therapy session for me.
2: That but maybe it is helping them. You know, maybe, I mean, we don't know. We can't put that, you know, we can't put that on other people, right? Like what helps them? So maybe this is exactly what one listener needs to fill his or her life, you know, in a different, in a different saucer, in a different way. So you just keep doing you and, and let really God do the rest at the end of the day. Yeah. Because you're doing beautiful, wonderful, great things.
4: Well, thank you. And thank you for my, uh, therapy session, which I'm not quite sure what, <laughs> what I should do now. I probably should at least read this chapter because they're very short, people. They're very short. So, uh, which that's what I like. I don't like thick books. I like big print. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I like okay. short books, big print. Get in and out. Um, and that
2: was- that was the whole thing. Like you can look at one story and read it. Like there it's yes, it's it's written from the beginning of my life to now. Sure. But you can take a story from, you know, when I was 10 and then look at the stories from when I was 40. So it doesn't have to run, you know, in a consecutive order. So, yeah. Cause I wanted it to be a simple read, heavy topics, simple read. Yeah. Uh, all right.
4: Um, Gosh. Oh, so you were with him during this chapter. God, I wonder what this is going to post him. how am I supposed to relate to that? Because I don't, I don't have a story like that so, or a life experience like that. There's got to be something else in it. Um, okay. Um, yeah. I don't know what to make all that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll figure it out. will figure it out. Well, like you said, I hope I help, I hope I help one person. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need that meaning. Oh, gosh. Crazy. See? That's not a coincidence, people, because there's no such thing as coincidences.
2: Doesn't we'll work out. like that.
4: All right, give your website one more time and then I I gotta end it. I gotta
2: go. Out of the quicksand And you can find me on all socials at out of the quicksand. Or or should Or S I K A J U L A.
4: And then uh, the book's on there too, right? It is. Absolutely. People might want to get the book. Might wanna get the book. You might.
2: Uh, all my, right. Well, my website's getting revamped, so if there's a hiccup when you're there, try back the next day, please, because there might be a there might be a hiccup. Not sure where oh. we are with that with my digital marketer yet, so just letting you know it's getting revamped. So if well, there's a hiccup. There's, that's why.
4: And there's hiccups that are coming from more than just your website. It's coming from sure, much further away. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of squirrely things going on. So I was saying people should. Go ahead and start backing up things and, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, because there's like literally there's all kinds of tech and uh, server and platform issues that are, that are happening. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's not normal stuff, not normal, like a normal outage. So, uh, right, right, right. Just, re- yeah, so some, something's up here, peeps. Something's up. Something's up. See, something's up. Something's up. Something's up. Happens three times. That's you better attention. the title pay attention.
2: of first book, y'all. What? Something's up. That's the title of your first book. Something's up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> something's, up. something's up. Something's up. I'm writing it down. Something's up. Uh, there you know? It's okay. yours. Well, you know, I can I can write a book just based on uh, all of the content you guys give me. Oh, I can make oh, money the off all that, you What?
2: That's cool. I said, I'll hold you to that. And that's cool. Make yeah. the money, make the money, yeah. make the world better. Yep. Oh,
4: Alrighty. All right, my dear. Thank you. Um, I don't really Thank know you. what to say, but uh, yeah, we were stuck for 20 minutes. Okay. I got to, I really got to get well, this show back on the, under control. It is literally off the rails it's gone off the rails. Like March, March was just literally all over the place. Um. I That's guess today same? was not a day of structure. Today was not a day of following the format. It is what it is. It is what it is, people. All right. Thank you, my dear. Wow. All you're right. welcome.
2: Have a blessed rest of your week, my friend.
4: Uh, yeah, you too. I'm, uh, uh, what do you think this means? Do you have any idea? You know, you're connected to God a little more, obviously, than I am. What do you, what do you, what do you think it means? Real quick, cause I, I really gotta go well, this time.
2: It, yeah, I'm like, it's gonna make you cry, but um, yeah, uh, your mom's with you and she's guiding you, and and she's she's there and she's proud of you, and God's got you as well. You're not alone ever, even when you feel like you're alone. You're not alone.
4: <sighs> yeah. I agree with you. It's been like that. (laughs) Literally, it's been like that. And I'm not exaggerating Uh, every day since the day I was born. Mm Oh, man. Yeah, I say, I'll share one more thing. Uh, I was describing something to one of my friends after it happened. um, You know, crying and
3: crying and blah, blah, blah.
4: And I said, you know what the crazy thing is? And I use the word crazy just because I, I couldn't think of an adjective at the time. I, you know, I was speaking, and my sentences were like, my words were, you know, three or four letters long. And I said, you know, I'm make sure I say it the right way. She was there for my first breath, and I was there for her last And,
5: uh,
4: yeah, it's just uh, crazy stuff. All right, I'm going now. I feel like I'm Joan Rivers. You know, i ever seen Joan Rivers do her comedy act. <laughs> I think I mentioned I totally this know before.
5: To
4: do you, know, you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. So when Joan, Joan Rivers does her comedy act, literally throughout the whole show. She'll be telling some jokes, telling some stories, and she's like, "All right, don't worry. In a couple of minutes, I'm gonna start the act. So we'll we'll get this show yeah. going yeah. know, real yeah. soon." Yeah. Then she yeah. starts going on, talking about the story, da, da, da. And I said, "No, no, no, you guys, I know. I'm getting the show started. Don't worry, it's gonna start. We're gonna we're gonna do it right now." And then it gets to the end. And meanwhile, it's like an hour, hour and a half in, and then she's, you know, I guess I guess better I better get the show started. Little it's over, but she throws it in there, ah, uh, and that's uh that's just every time that happens when I say things like that, I just think of her, which I did meet her in person. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, but you know that the uh, oh, she's she was my favorite shoe and I can't believe I'm gonna, I'll share the story and then I then I got to go. That's so many stories. I could literally talk for two days. Well, two days straight. I kind of do. But I, I went to a charity event here in uh, Arizona for oh, like an animal foundation or something. It was 2005. And Joan Rivers literally has is, is been, like, my favorite famous person ever. Ever. I got a – I first found out about her because my cousin had a cassette cassette tape of one of her comedy shows that she did. This is back in the 80s, okay? might have actually – yeah, I think it wasn't the 70s. It was the 80s. It had to be, like, I don't know, 8, 10. I'll have to look it up. I have the cassette tape. I have it on my desk. I keep it. Well, I keep it in a drawer, but it's literally, I can reach and grab it. right But anyway, so, and it's, and it's not clean, right? <laughs> it's not Eddie Murphy right, 80s, right. but it's not, this right. is not for children. Okay. This is not for children. Correct. And we it's were. It's not rated G. No, God, no, it's not G. So my cousin made a copy of it. I guess it was just when, it must've been just when the, the dual cassette recorders came out because you can actually record from okay of course of course we had one because we had one of everything as soon as they came out that was part of the awesome childhood i had so the as soon as that came out she must have bought one because they were similar my mom's my mom and her mom are sisters so it's like first cousins like when your moms are first when your moms are the moms are sisters the first cousins are almost like they're one gene away from being like like like, a sibling right absolutely close yep and then the funny the thing is is a lot of us look a lot like each other, so um, oh, you know it's you know it's screwed up all right, all right, all right. oh what was it I'll tell you that in a second. I can't believe I'm still talking on the air. I can't believe you're still listening, so um. <laughs> Just, yeah that's, that's part of that's the other thing I was still, I'm still talking years to listening and there might be one or two people that are still listening hanging in there hanging in there to, uh, to listen to so anyway she had slipped me like, slipped me. It's like, it was like you know it's almost like a uh, uh, like a what do they call it when it's banned it's like banned something um, contraband, contraband. So yeah contraband see 80s I'm going contraband everything is 80s right now I'm right? I mean, yeah. even using the 80s words contraband so, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, next thing you know, I've thrown my Reagan. So she slipped me the thing. And I remember <laughs> I, c- I couldn't, I was so scared to listen to it, not because I was scared of the content. I was scared that my parents would have heard it, right? So I just remember... <laughs> I right. would I would I would listen to it like in a corner or something, because if they heard that they would be like, you know, not like they were disciplinary and crazy people, you know, not at all. Right. But really, it's not something a child should listen to. Like, I, sure, sure. Most teenagers shouldn't be listening to it either. But it's hysterically funny. And obviously, I didn't understand like one thing about what she was talking about. I'm going to actually you know what I'm going to
5: do.
4: I'm going to listen to it this afternoon. Because maybe there's something in there that's going to be connected to all this. Because this is doesn't this is uh, this is almost like a puzzle piece. That's how. See, I'm looking at it from a logical standpoint. Yes. People, don't yes. do what I'm doing. Yes. Do not do what I'm doing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do the algebra game. Nobody gets hurt. Yes. Yeah. Don't do the algebra <laughs> game where I'm trying to figure out the puzzle piece and the treasure map and the algebra. What you do to one side, you do to the other. So anyway, um, Joan Rivers. So then I went there. I went to the event, and I was like, you know what? I don't have a VIP treatment or anything, So, uh, and you had to use that. You had to have VIP in order to get down to meet her. I didn't. Somehow I finagled my way. Well, I was young. It was 2005, so I was young and skinny and blonde, so it's not that difficult, right? So um, so I finagled my way in, and then uh, I was in line to meet her, and I met her. This is before you had camera phones. So I didn't, ha- I didn't get a picture, sure. and they didn't have people there that were taking pictures because this is, what, 15, 16 years ago, and it's not, you know, it's not merchandise and marketing like they do now, and I didn't think right. for one minute that I was going to be meeting her, so I didn't grab my old, like a, a real camera that y'all had, right, as I think. Right. Oh, no, Right, you had digital cameras. It wasn't a... They did have... I did have a digital camera. It was, it was, But it only had been out for a couple of years because back before that, you had real film. Like, you know what I mean? When you took a picture, you had to go drop it off and yeah. then yep. you'd go pick it up and yep. hope to God you looked good in the photos. You didn't, you didn't get a chance to do a redo right then and there. You just hope to God that they were good. So anyway, so I met her. And I, I was nervous. It wasn't as nervous as when I uh, met uh, Reagan. But... Um, she looks at me. I looked at her, and I'm trying nonchalantly to look on the side to see if I can see any, any like the plastic surgery work, you know, if there's stitches <laughs> or whatever. Like right. I was trying to look, because right. right. I was that close. I was like close enough that I could kiss her, right? So um, what she said to me was, she's like, "Great jacket," and I was like, "Oh, thank you." I mean, when never tells you you got a great jacket, it's a great jacket.
5: Well, the funny thing is, for years.
4: Right. Yeah, it was was a white leather jacket that my mom had bought. I think it was the Easter Bunny actually bought it. And it's stitching, like this cool little stitching around it. But the thing that's interesting is yeah, there was a time for many, many years that I couldn't fit into that jacket, not even close. Um, And, you know, you're supposed to get rid of stuff that you're not going to fit into or is old, and I would never give it away because Joan – not only because my mom gave it to me, and it is a cool jacket, but Joan Rivers told me that she – it's a cold so I'll, I'll never yeah. get rid of the jacket. Yeah. So basically, when when it's time to go, it. I think they're gonna put me in that jacket when they pop me in the ground. Well, Perfect. I'm not going in the ground, but when Perfect. they pop me in the thing, do the thing, I'm gonna wear that jacket. Um, yeah. 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 All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I think that was it. I just did the John Rivers story. Um, Beautiful story. There was something else. Oh, okay. This is one more thing, and then that's it. Really, because it's 3:25. and This is ridiculous. But at this point, if no one's listening, I'm doing my own therapy session right now. Um, That's okay. And then I'm done. Therapy away. I get, yeah. So, um, what was it? Oh, I was talking about sisters. Okay. Real quick. Full circle. See, my stories go around a little bit, but they all—it's all connected. And I'm telling you for a reason. I'm not just telling you stories. There, there is a connection. There is something uh, that you you'll hear that you'll that'll relate to what I'm talking about so when I mentioned the thing about the cousin, the moms were sisters that was my aunt Kathy okay that's that is not, so that's sisters my other aunt which probably the reason why I thought of the story was because I supposed to mention this on the air my other aunt my aunt Ronnie it's two years from the day that she died I think the day was yesterday and didn't call my cousin who lives here this is a different aunt I didn't call my cousin because I didn't want to I was like it's gonna be a long phone call which I don't mind but I'm gonna cry half the time and I just didn't feel like crying so I'm like I didn't call but she's actually so much stress she's literally like I think 10 11 years younger than me no 10 7 I don't know but it's young totally young she's not even 40 yet no she's like late 30s yeah Oh, maybe she I don't know. Anyway, she's young. She handled this situation so much better. And she was much younger than I did with my situation. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. I just kept, I kept, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Uh, um, and uh, you want to know why she was able to, it wasn't, Five years, five and a half years later, or it wasn't even literally a couple of weeks later, it was actually, she was, I don't want to say fine, but nothing compared to the mess that I've been. Do you know why? Go ahead, say it. Go ahead, say it. What does she, she have? It. Oh, God. One? Yeah.
2: God in the Holy Spirit. So she kept talking yeah. about, she
4: kept kept saying that, she kept saying that. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, my aunt. Ronnie was younger than my mom, and she was the one who was here the whole time, the, the three weeks after once we found out she had stage four colon cancer. That um, uh, that was helping, and she was her and me, my mom. When she passed, so they were the closest. They were very close sisters. Uh, and then of course my aunt was then really my only aunt, and the only the the cool. She was a cool aunt too, like the total cool aunt. The one that you could talk to about like 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 fun stuff, cool stuff, stuff Everything. some things you don't talk yeah. to your mom about. You know what I mean? Right,
2: right, um, right, right.
4: Yeah, she was a cool aunt, and we grew up with them, and we were very close to them growing up, and we were all we were there all the time. They were at our house all the time, and so she was the, the aunt that I was close with. They had happened, and they live here in Arizona, and um, she was there helping because you know towards the end there it was full time. You needed you needed more than one person. Um, anyway, so, the um, and she, my mom said she's one of the last things she says. She says, "Ronnie, make sure you take care of my kids." Uh, and two years later,
5: wow.
4: well, no, three years later because it's been two years. Like literally, she gets sick, goes into the hospital, but she wasn't that sick. And I don't want to go into the details because there's really not a lot of details, but anyway, I make a long story short. Uh, they, uh, she within a day. She was on uh, life support. You I know, mean, it was that like crazy, like, boom, like all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, almost the day of she walked in and then she was going to get, uh, she, they, they were going to order food and then uh, they, uh, They gave her some antibiotics or something, which, you know, who knows, whatever. Um, And then, boom, the machine started going off, blah, 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 And she was, my cousin was there, my brother was there. Literally, they were just talking about what they were going to order from lunch, you know, and you get the hospital menu thing. And then, boom, people start running in, pushing them out, the machines come in, da, 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 da. And never woke up after that. They put her on life support, and um, you know, there's many, many layers to the story after that. But that was it. I mean, but and um. But anyway, and that was two years ago yesterday. So I think that's something to do with this. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to try to figure it out. But anyway, I you got to go. I got to go. But. There's something connected to all this. Uh, there
5: is. There is.
4: Jeez. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just wrap it up, and that's, that's it. All right, uh, uh, Orsika, uh I don't know what to say, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. Make You're sure welcome. you. Uh, make sure you jump on for next month, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll probably talk before then. But for right now, I'll just say we'll talk next month. Okay.
2: Cool. Great. Thanks, Michelle. I really appreciate you. I really, truly do. Uh,
4: and and I I appreciate you, too. I appreciate not only waiting 20 minutes to come on, uh, spending an hour and 20 minutes with me, and then listening to me ramble and cry for the past uh, 20 minutes. So I'm not sending you a check, though. I'm you not know? sending you a check. Yeah. No, You're no, not no, no. a check. You You're not, you the check is not in the mail. Nice, you know? Yeah. The check okay, is not in the mail. It's, it's okay. Yeah, there's no check. There's no, there's no, there's no check in the mail. I'm just going to let you know right now.
2: Oh, my um, goodness. There is healing prayers, though, being sent your way. So I'm going to put you in my prayer book so that your heart can heal from the trauma of your mom's death. So that is in the book.
4: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. I'm clicking you on mute now, and I'm ending the show. Thank you, my friend. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks, you.
2: Michelle. Thank you, my yeah. Yes, Thanks. I appreciate
4: you. Thanks. 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 Bye. Oh, all right. I'm not going to say my normal stuff. It's just yeah, I don't know. Like I said, if there's anybody listening, awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Um, otherwise, uh, at this point, I just needed to. I needed to get that out. Needed to share it. Needed to share it. Um, yeah. Anyway. All right, so I am just going to end the show. I just want you to tune in. Don't forget to tune in on Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Five guests, seven minutes, same Tons of tips and takeaways. Tons and tips. Tons of tips and takeaways to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your community's homework assignment. Get up early, one hour extra per day for the remainder of Join Together June. Join together one extra hour. And during that extra hour, you're going to do some self-care. You might even do some movement. And you're going to do your three take action items to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference. There's that three again. There's that three again. So you're going to do three things. Enhance the quality of life and grow your business and, and make a difference in your community. The community part, uh, I mean, if you want to go out and you know mow your neighbor's grass, you want, if you want to do something like that, okay, that counts. But ah, that's the part where I'm saying you've got to do something that is, and we're going to use the word loosely because i got to come up with a name, like politically oriented because politics is invested every hour of your life. And I would love for you to go to our Take Action tab. The website is everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. I want you to look at the list of the different suggestions of Take Action items to do all three of those categories. Um there's a resource on there, there's shows, there is groups and check out the groups. Everybody needs to join one of those groups. And if you don't want to join a group, you want to start your own, check out Make Americans Free Again, Dr. Pam Popper. She shows you how to do that, gives you the tools, the resources, you can become a part of her organization. And you can listen to her on episode 214. So you got to join a group. We're going to have more people on. I am jam packing June. I'm jam packing June because it's joined together June. I'm going to have all these people on here with all of these organizations and groups that you can join to take the action items you need in your life, local and national. We're going to get them all to be located in one spot on that take action tab must follow people, groups, organizations, and companies. They're all going to be listed there so that you have a selection who to become a part of. So you never again have to say, I don't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know who does what. And I don't, I feel that I'm the only one. You're not alone. You're not alone. You just need to know where to look. Everything home, resource the ultimate resource platform. No joke. Check it out. All right. There's such thing as coincidences, right? Um, uh, Friday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, five guests again. And uh, Leo Zagami, Leo Zagami, we're going to be shredding the Vatican. We're going to be talking about organized religion. They're one of the uh, 13 bigs, 13 bigs. It's going to be good. And I have uh, two, one or two guests that I'm waiting to hear back from. One of the groups, maybe one of the local peeps. We've got to get the word out. We've got to get the word out. We've got to get everybody doing something. need to be gathering. You need to be gathering. I don't care if it's a business organization. They just do go to group. I don't care if they're going to happy hour at a group. Everybody needs to be gathering. Gather, gather, gather. Meet, meet, meet. In person. Relationships. Going back to the way it was. Spiritual crap's over. Over, over, over. Time to open up everything 100%, including the city of Scottsdale squirrely city council board. is doing virtual meetings because they're cowards. Yep, that's not cool. That's not cool. Not cool for any of these other groups that are doing the meetings virtually. This is all bull. It's all bull. We're going to be talking about more of that. The political propaganda pandemic. narrative's falling apart. Truth's coming out. Well, we kind of knew the truth, but it's even coming out more so. So that's going to be Leo. We're talking about that on Friday. I'm telling you that at 1 o'clock, he'll be in Michelle's patriotic soapbox sitting shotgun. It's going to get hairy. It's going to get real. It's going to be some juicy. He's got some stuff that's juicy. So, and I will have another guest after that. I will know tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So I'm wrapping it up. Uh, that is it. We've got some take action items. You've got lots of shows to listen to 175 partners to 413 segments of this live show. I don't cry uh, that much in all of them. Just every, every few, but like I said today for anyone who's still listening, thank you for still listening. Um, this ended up just being a therapy session towards the end there for myself, which yeah, it's my show. I want to therapy myself towards the end, stay on longer and literally talk. <laughs> it's like talking to myself, except there's people listening and it's being recorded. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Everything home, Resource uh, Go have a great day. You deserve it. You de- deserve it. And don't overthink this stuff. Use your heart. Use your feeling, maybe. I can't believe I'm saying that. Feeling. The analytical side of me is being, oh, taken over. Feelings like that. Non-logical. It's okay. Faith. Believe. As I said in the quote, after the quote, the quote was the struggle. I was on page 111. It was about a daughter, a kid, and a mother. And uh, afterwards. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it because my glasses weren't strong enough, which has never happened before. I had to go get the old glasses that are a higher magnifying glass it's just for reading 1.5. And I said I could not see. Think about that. Think about that. All right, I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Share the platform and the show with your friends. Until Friday. Uh, Yeah, I have a feeling things are going to be a little different on Friday. For the better. Ciao. Bye. Adios.
1: You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. Doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?